Welcome, agents, to Strain 38-VEU of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is Thursday, March 18th, 2021, and I'm your host for this evening, Ocho. With me tonight, we have Waffle. Hola. How you howdy, doing, howdy. Tucson Waffle? I was uh, expecting to hear Ember. <laughs> I'm getting better. I, I, was, I was hearing that little pause. <laughs> I always give a little pause. And then we also have Jimmy the Rabbit. Hey, Hey, Jimmy. How are you doing? I I am still alive. Good. That's how the song goes, right? That's right. I'm I'm, I'm still alive. Still alive. (laughs) There you go. That one always, like, I've got, like, a, um, uh, like, a, a gaming song compilation and then that one periodically pops up and i'm like oh it's so good it really is <laughs> like it's legitimately amazing mm-hmm. i feel like my game is hitching a bunch i don't know why weird you do an update uh i see every once in a while you do glitch like glitch around Wait, i look like i'm glitching to you yeah yeah That's every once in a while weird. Like all of a sudden, one spot and move forward. Yeah, I thought it was client side, but if it's happening on, if you're seeing it, that's even stranger. I just saw the one time. Bizarre, bizarre. I want to say I've only seen it happen here in Agartha, though. At least for me, because I, I sort of get the same thing. It's sort of like a, a yeah, like a hitch. Yeah, I just did it. I think it's yeah, just yeah. this area. I just did it yeah. for me. I was like, Hoot. um, I did update my NVIDIA driver today, so it's possible the latest NVIDIA driver that literally showed up today has yet another problem with the game. Oh, there's another one. I just updated like a couple days ago. Well, it's always just, a new well, one. It might be the one from a couple days ago. Oh, okay, I might not have updated for a day or two or something. I, I put it in today. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, and yeah, I was also yeah, uh, last week. I put in pitch. a new Windows update, the uh, uh, twenty H two update. Oh, you got that too? Yeah. Yeah, I think I got that as well. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> when I turned on my computer, and it was like, by the way, we're stopping updates for this, and it's like, wait, what? You're stop? Wait, you're stopping what? <laughs> oh, midnight in the game just happened. I wonder if that has something to do with it. Nope, still hit you. Weird. So I had also, to. Yeah. It's what? Wait, the lighting is going nuts. Is it happening for you? No. No. Like the, this part's in shadow, and for me, oh, yeah. it completely wasn't. It was all bright, and then all of a sudden, like it just was like, oh, there's a shadow now. Although that might be related to the time of day reset in the game. Yeah, it might be a reset. This is really annoying. Um, it might not. Yeah, it might anyway. not happen. It might only happen here in Agartha. Like if if I remember right, because I think it's been hitching for me for a long time now. Like I don't think this is anything necessarily new, but it just feels. Right. It just feels a lot more like it's there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I say. Hmm. Yeah, that is super annoying. Like it is. 
that's like jumping the laser and foul fell and getting annoying. I'm like, and <laughs> 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 a throw yourself that's bad. Help you. Um, all right, you guys want to pop into uh, yeah. Well, we gotta we gotta grab the mission first if you haven't already. We can go do the uh, equinox. Oh, that's because uh, something started to or day or so ago. Did starting um, the envoys of Avalon have returned? Of course, starting March seventeenth and running until April first. The equinox is upon us once more. Uh, the elusive druids of Avalon mark their return to Agartha. So once more, we have a return of Fairgas Abernathy and his crew, aka the Undertaker. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> As a tall guy, we need to make him bigger. That is pretty funny. They just stretched him. I think they made her <laughs> bigger too. Look at the size of her. They did, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah taller than the uh, one on the left. Yeah, that that I think she's taller than me with the bunny head. Look at that. Like the ears and shit go tall are taller than because I'm fine. Like my height got corrected, right? Yes. So this should be max height. <laughs> You've <male>. been corrected. <laughs> well, there's only one way to there's only one way to tell. Is there that uh, that how we figured out that you weren't the I, right I, height I, in the first place? I should, I, I should ask. I should ask Andy and be like, I want to be Fergus tall. <laughs> just permanently. Just, Can you make that happen? Permanently Fergus tall. Like it's not much taller. Like, let me be the bunny undertaker. That'd be pretty sweet. Everyone would be like, what the hell? <laughs> I think that would almost be weirder than when I was, like, three stories tall. Because everyone sees that and just goes, oh, right, someone's fucking around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But just see but someone's just like, slightly bigger than everyone else. I was else. permanently, like, seven foot tall or eight foot tall, whatever he is, right? Like, it would be pretty odd. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I and I would just have to be like, yeah, man, you just you just got to pump up your stats. <laughs> <laughs> Those are rookie numbers. You got to like, pump just get, on, just get on my level. What's yeah? What's what's the problem? I don't see. You it. Just you know, you get you get max gear and you get like seven k achievement points and and you just grow a little every time. <laughs> but I love how Fairgas here has the you know um, he he's one of the one of the uh, agents that you can get, and he's part of the. The, the Druids of Avalon, but it says, uh, <laughs> reading out his bio here, it says, among their many functions in ancient communities, Druids served as legal authorities. None display this fact more than Fairgas Abernathy, esteemed lawyer and legal scholar. The Scotsman's argumentative skills are legendary, both in mundane circles and within the secret world. Though oration and his encyclopedic knowledge of the Council of Venice's labyrinth of bylaws and ancient precedents he has won the Druids of Avalon concessions that belie the smaller size of the faction. So he's basically a known lawyer and orator. Yeah, ne negotiator. He's gotten them sweet deals. Right. He's, he, he's basically, <laughs> he's basically a, a, a legendary negotiator who just happens to be eight feet tall. He's got an interesting <laughs> piece of jewelry on his hand, too. And a hitbox that's freaking large around him. Well, yeah, you can't so get, get too so close the way to him. Oh wait, you do you have over the shoulder cam or no? Yeah, you do. So do this. Yep. You just walk past him like this, and aim your and aim your camera down, 
I sort of like back up. Like, no, no, flip your camera down. Like, other way, other way. Hey, well, not all the way down. <laughs> like, waist level. Not butt height. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Like, okay. But what I'm saying is you can, now you can mouse wheel. Like, you can sort of zoom in on his hand that way. You know what I'm saying? You just have to think of the camera as something trailing behind you. Oh, no, yeah. I'm still talking about the area. Yeah, you know, yeah, like his, his hitbox is rather yeah. large. But yeah, he's got an interesting piece of jewelry there. He's a druid. He can make things grow. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Again, into his oration skills. Some kind of oral skills. Yeah. But a. I always think like, like here's our lawyer. He just walks into the room. <laughs> well, he has to bend down like. <laughs> yeah. Man, this guy's really good at speaking. Yeah, he he's just a monster in size. <laughs> it would be great if like it was if his voice like was just like Mongo from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> and everyone's just afraid to tell him no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I pictured. They're like, "Oh yeah, his oration skills. He's a great lawyer. He's he's really good at uh, making deals and whatnot." It's like, yeah, of course not. Cause, deal. Yeah, because they're just afraid he's gonna just clock him. Shit! Someone give this man what he wants. He's gonna crush my head. Candy Graham from Mongo. <laughs> candy, candy Graham from Mongo. That movie's great. So yeah, Envoys of Avalon has returned, and, and now it's returned with a uh, a daily login reward. That works. That works, really yes. Works. <laughs> Last year, they had quite a bit of problems with that. Uh, although the rewards don't really don't really get decent until, uh, what, day, day 11 and 12, basically, out of 14. I mean, I mean the AP and SP is not bad it's not insignificant but i don't know why the first one's blue but the rest are purple like so it you could walk out of here with 35 ap and 55 sp for free Mm -hmm. that's nothing to sneeze at i suppose and uh dense dense tachyons if you you know yeah dense really nice to save some more sp and ap um yeah, Zen pointed out the the rewards just sort of auto started, which is nice. There, that's what they're supposed to do, by the way. Yeah, that, that is a good thing. But the druid didn't arrive until much later. I think it's because that got turned on when they came in, or I would say came into the office. I don't think they're actually still in the office, but I think those get turned on when someone came in and ran the script to turn those on. Does that make sense? Whereas the login thing was set up to be automated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Dense Dim and Tachyons is actually pretty good. I mean, if you think about it, it's the equivalent of like 15 SP and 7 AP together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you, the Dense ta- the dense Tachyons will be able to save you some. SP the Talisman Empowerment one's not bad. It's not like super great, I guess, but it's not bad. Um, um But I still think the biggest two points of this are going to be the, uh right, we're pointing out the, the Agent Dossier 
uh, Divisius. Yeah. Which you'll either get, or if you got him last time, you'll get the shiny version. Right. So if it's the first time, you just get the agent. But if it's the second time, you'll receive his special agent dossier. It sparkles. And then if you already have him as a special agent, you just get animal get shards. But, <laughs> yeah. but as far as we can tell, no one has... Yeah, I don't think it's possible for that to happen to anybody. Yeah. No one, no one should have the special agent yet. Well, because the one time had login rewards, and then the next time it didn't have login rewards, and then it's now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think anyone can get anima shards. You'll either get the agent the first time, if you've never gotten it before, or you'll get the special. But I don't think it's not possible. I, it hasn't been available twice yet. So. But yeah, the other rewards, you know, you have two different fusion catalysts. Those, those are nice. Fusion catalysts. I'm actually going to put that sucker to use uh, pretty much immediately, I think. It seems like, hey. <laughs> so yeah, you, get, you, have, you have the Sigma fusion catalyst, which is nice. Um, the other two are just empowerment catalysts. No, no, no. The, there's a weapon one. Oh, the weapon, fu- the weapon fusion catalyst there at the end, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Like, Sigma fusion one is actually decent as well. But uh, I'm I'm happy. I actually have a plan for that weapon one, like, immediately. I have a weapon that's purple and leveling right now, so being able to just immediately pop it to Mythic is sweet. And so if you start today, you should be able to still get all 14. Because say the end, uh, yeah. it'll end on April 1st, and so um, starting today, the 18th, so you have, like, one, two, three, four, five... Four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. The fourteen fourteen days will be the thirty first. So Yeah. If you start now, you should be like, able to get everything in here. It ends like April first, I believe. Yes. Yeah, nine nine AM. Yeah, like Zen pointed out, the only one that brought up a lot of controversy even on the Discord was purifying glyph empowerment. Like great. <laughs> Zero anima shard cost. <laughs> Uh, but why is it legendary exactly? Yeah. Legendary, no anima shards. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, like at all. I was actually gonna get rid look... of the uh, <laughs> but it's but it's red, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, all of like, all of them are uh, <laughs> all of them are ye- like yellow, they're all mythic, mm-hmm. so they're mythic by default, right? It's not like they have lower colors. But like, why would you make one red that has no difference whatsoever? Like, it's just, it's really weird. And it, I don't know. But it's red. <laughs> it's legendary. <laughs> it's it's one louder. Yeah, it's. It gives you extra zero bad of shards. <laughs> it's it's a legendarily bad reward. That's the only thing legendary about it at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure somebody's gonna be able to find a use for it. I I mean, you can use it. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't use it, but it's not it's not worth anything. No, not really. I mean, what is even the max amount of worth it can can be? You throw a couple of was it like maybe is it like two thousand per distillate, oh, something like that? Let me let me let me. I can I can tell you actually. I'm I'm leveling a legendary glyph right now. So it's like two, uh, what does it cost? A thousand shards, I think, per 
Only a thousand? Okay. No, no, per per glyph, per glyph. Okay. I think. Let me double check. Yeah, per glyph. So you can only put four glyphs in with the empowerment thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or four glyph distillates. So it should only save you four thousand anima shards. I think max. I think it's all it can save you. Which like Oops. That's a deal. <laughs> that is, that, you're basically getting a steal on that. Uni says, uh, "Didn't they do that red border thing to the stuff that's character bound?" No, I mean it is. It does bind when when picked up. That's true. Someone, someone made. Uh, hi, Uni. By the way, that someone made that comment on the Discord, I think. And I was like, "There's plenty of uh, examples in the game of stuff that's character bound that isn't red bordered." Like I don't recall changing the quality level for a a bound thing ever i'd love if someone could point me at an example but i could point you at non like opposite examples for example the uh, clothing items that drop from new york raid are mythic and they'll say they're they're either bound or if they're unbound they say unbound but they're still mythic like they didn't change the color for the bound one I think it's red because because it was artisanally crafted with love just for this event. <laughs> there okay. we go. It's artisanal. There was one in a previous login's reward that was the same. Yeah, but if it was a purifying, was it a purifying? Because I think the issue is purifying. So at the end of the at the end of five days, you get seventy five hundred animal shards. At the end of ten days, you get four thousand. Well, okay, so just just to clarify, like, um. So, uh, login rewards, let's see. So things like talisman empowerment, right? Um, or even glyph empowerment. Those have different quality levels because it's like, what, 30% at purple, 40% at mythic, 50% mm-hmm. at legendary. So those actually change in value through color. But as far as it being a color just for bind on pickup... Uh, Seeing it was wasn't supposed to be red, but was. What? Yeah, but Uni, was it just another purifying? Is that what? It, is that what it was last time as well? And no one bitched about it as much then, because it was still too new. It might have just been that it was still too new for people to really understand how bad it was. It's quite possible. Yeah. Like it's red. It's empowering. But uh, again, yeah. I can point to examples oh, in the game of things that are bind on pickup that have non-bound uh, variants, and then the color is not different. It was an energizing talisman empowerment catalyst. Well, then this red should indicate its percentage. It's red would, it would indicate the percentage it provides. Mm-hmm. Normally have an orange border. No, they don't. They don't. It's, in, it's indicative of the percentage. They're red if it's 50%. Oh, it's energizing. doesn't have a percentage. Oh, I see what you mean. You're, okay, hold on. I was thinking of... Um, right, it, it just can't have a percentage because... Because it does one thing. Like, it does one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I mean, if they made it red for bound, that's really strange. 
I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's strange because it doesn't follow the current pattern. Right, it doesn't follow pattern of other items I mean in the game. Yeah. But then again, it doesn't really I don't know, it's sort of it's sort of it's its own thing anyway, because yeah, you, you, you could get it at levels, but its level doesn't really matter per se. Uh, I understand it all about bitching about free stuff. We also don't get why they would put a sub meter thing into reward that would just annoy people. Yeah, you knew. Like I said, it very well could be something they did, but it doesn't follow the pattern, especially when they have mythic items that have a bound and unbound version. It just says it just says it in the title versus like. And I think there's even examples. I'm pretty sure there's examples of other things in the game that just say you just have to read the tag that says bound, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you get a bound one and sometimes you don't. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes you just have to use the one you got. Yeah. So it's, they've never, to my recollection, they've never specified that via color before. So it seems strange. Like okay, especially like, especially with that color red. I mean, it's like like you said, it's legendary. I mean, when you look at it, you quickly look through your inventory. So, oh, red. Okay, I can use that. Okay, the legendary. Move that up. Yeah. No, it's all said. I think this it's red, red because it's a lot reward, and they wanted to make it look special. <laughs> and I think I that's think, I think that's the point. Yeah. I personally don't think it actually has to do with being character bound. I think even if it wasn't character bound. It would be red because they wanted to look good for the login reward page. Mm-hmm. Look, here's a red legendary item. Yeah, and the fact that you can't sell it doesn't make it better. It makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stuck with not, you forever. Even they should have changed it to like they should have changed it to like green or something. Even if you could sell it, crap you're stuck with. <laughs> um. No, it does. It does feel weird. It really does feel weird being there. Like if that was if that was like the end of the first week, if you got that for the end of the first week and it was like, okay, you know, five days you get basically the equivalent of four thousand anima shards, that's not you know whatever. There was a question raised, which I think is legitimate on the Discord, which is why do these exist at all? (laughs) Why not? I can understand why they exist. I get why they exist. It's to it's to give you a way to like not have anima shard cost. Yeah. The issue with it, though, is how you like with how you get them. By the time you're getting these, anima shards basically mean nothing to you. Questionable whether it's of any use at all. Yeah, they're for lower level players, right? But you have to be level fifty to be opening the patron chest. They're going to give you this. That's fair. Like you have to be level fifty to do sends or dungeons, or in really in layers. So, um, I I know I'm sorry. I take that back. Uh, you don't have to be level fifty dungeons. I uh, that's that I misspoke. Obviously, yeah, you can do uh, story mode you dungeons. You can't do E one dungeons. You can't do E one dungeons. You can do story mode dungeons. You can do story mode. Yeah. So 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. A level like ten player could potentially make use of that. I suppose. 
but I think reason why why would you? <laughs> I mean, because it lets you just throw in distillates and not have to pay, right? Like, yeah, when you when you're basically pay. scrimping for anima shards in the first place, yeah, that means although something. that doesn't last as long. I mean, unless you're really bad at it, it doesn't last as long as some people seem to think it it does. Right, like you shouldn't <laughs> be shard poor by the time like you're in. I think Transylvania or maybe even end of Egypt. Um, unless you're horribly mismanaging your shards, which I mean, people do. Um, they might need tallies more. Mismanage. That's me. <laughs> like <laughs> I, my, my, my offhand only character is like full purple gear in Tokyo it has had like a bank of almost like a uh, hundred thousand shards for like a while. And I only play that character on stream for like three hours a session, like three days a week or something mm -hmm. like. And, and then I've been feeding greens into purple gear, by the way, which feeding greens into purple gear is a good way to burn shards right yeah, you don't get much <laughs> xp but i'm not running content like i'm not running dungeons i'm just playing through the story i am 100 percenting the game so i do get a lot of mission turn-ins um but if, like, if you're 100 percenting the game you will end up with like a like a a glut of anima shards unless, unless you're like just upgrading 50 things at once that you don't need um so i don't know Best case, they're good for low levels, low level patrons, like best case. Mm -hmm. But I mean, and I mean low level, like less than a month in the game. Like you pay for patron a month at a time. Does it doesn't make sense that something that's useful to you for like a month or two? Is they basically, basically, they should be only dropping in like story mode dungeons in the first place, essentially. Well, I mean, they only come from the patron chests. Right. I think. Right? Or no, I, I, that's not true. Hold on. Let me rephrase that. I think they come from just... I think you can get them... Could you get them from just drops? I know you're more likely to get stuff from the patron chests. Now I don't remember. I think you can get them from just dungeons. Druid agents are on sale and people are fishing for Sif and being disappointed. They drop from blue chests. Ah, okay. I thought they okay. dropped somehow. All right. Dungeons, which, I mean, are more rare, but you could get one. But, okay, again, given the rarity of something, it's not like you have a glut of purifying things as a low-level player to constantly mm -hmm. keep you free of having using shards. You'll get one, you like, one or two in, like a like, a day of play or something. Like, I don't know, like... Is it really gonna? I don't know, man. Maybe they just thought of I... maybe they thought of just a whole bunch of different when they were coming up with the new yeah. catalysts. So they were just like, "What mm -hmm. catalysts can we offer that are just, you know, I mean, the just shake things up a little bit?" The energizing makes sense, like uh, the force, the force crit, you know, mm -hmm. and even the empowerment just gives you like a plus percentage and has varying levels of of quality. Mm -hmm. Those make sense. The zero anima shard costs is kind of like 
so bottom tier like it's below the bottom tier like it's it's really it's really bad it's almost like they went through and said okay what can we throw in that is not really that we don't want to but oh yeah i mean i guess you always have to have some kind of filler yeah do you need to give filler out as like (laughs) as a significant reward (laughs) on a daily login for a for a for a limited (laughs) event that happens twice a year. It's like, true. I feel like that is a miss. Because look, if you look at it, right? Five, six, eighth day is a synergizing talisman empowerment catalyst. Plus 50% XP gained. Right? And that's not that's nothing 50%. to sneeze at. Yeah. And then and then 30 SP. And then oh, I get to this <laughs> only works on glyphs. This only works on glyphs. And it makes glyph empowerment not cost me shards. But if you log in the next day, you get an agent. This is like, (laughs) this is like. Right, right. It's the nothing before the good thing, basically. This is like the tease and the slap right here. (laughs) This is the tease and the slap. (laughs) Like, hey, whack. (laughs) No. (laughs) No touching. I just like how on the fifth day it's just straight up seven, you know, seventy five hundred anima shards on day five, and then on day ten it's like potentially, <laughs> maybe four thousand anima shards. Yeah, <laughs> only for glyph empowerment. That's what I said. They like if you're gonna do anything, just switch those two. I mean, I would. You could put that as day one, and I'd still be annoyed at it. <laughs> <laughs> Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 4K shards is is not. Also, they see. I don't know why, but I believe you think we've discussed this before. They heavily overvalue shards, and I do not know why. Maybe for the, yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say, but maybe for like you know, because mostly what what are shards mostly used for is empowering, sure, but the museum basically, right? Yeah, but I mean. I wouldn't say that's what they're mostly used for. People that like the museum will spend them there. I wouldn't consider the museum. The museum is a sink, like an end game sink. Oh, totally. Like is, after yeah. you've had nothing else to do. That's why it takes millions of shards to complete. That's not the purpose. And that shouldn't affect the value of shards, in my opinion. Right. Like just because you have a shredder, you can throw money into doesn't devalue the, <laughs> the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the normal use for the money is empowerment uh, and potentially warping around, right? Map warps, teleports. Anima essence, I guess. Um, you know, re- restoring restoring after death, basically, you know, equipment repairing, essentially. Wait, it doesn't, it doesn't give a DPS. Oh, the museum gives a DPS buff. Yeah. But again, like agents, it's a long-term endgame thing. It's not the. It's not that every day, like you know. Uh, use, right? So, but even even before, I don't know, like forever ago, I just feel like the anima shard. Funcom's idea of what anima shards are worth is skewed, and I don't really know why. Uh, we talked about the. Um... Well, I think it's their fear of not having so many, like it was previously, so many different currencies that you could get. Well, no, I, I mean, just you had different like, currencies from different more. zones. 
Do you think like, it's potentially like a holdover from uh from from okay, no. the secret world? No, no, well, no, not really. I mean, is he making sense for museums? There's a small amount of shards. You can save that way. Same museum. Yeah, so the, the, exactly. The museum's like, I'm thinking in terms of millions. So 4K shards that I can get from like doing a mission means literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, it has no comparison. What I'm saying is on a spreadsheet somewhere, they have what they consider values, like system values in currency, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this is um, what these things are valued. And that's what they like base rewards and stuff on. And I feel like someone somewhere moved a decimal point the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> because since the beginning of time in the game, like shard, like the, like the, you know, the referral program, for example, right? The referral program right 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 yeah gives you like 5k shards or something yeah you're like ooh. how was that incentive to anybody for anything yeah like that that literally is a, is it sounds good but really that that'd be like hey man tell someone about uh my site and i will give you a fifth of a penny it's not even a nickel. It's a fifth of, of a penny. I'll give you this coupon oh I found. It's worth a tenth. I'm going to cut this penny into into fifths, and I'm going to hand you this tiny piece of copper. <laughs> like that's what's the relative value of it. But Funcom seems to think that five k shards is like handing you fucking five dollars or something. Mm -hmm. Someone over there has the system skewed, and I or or has the value skewed, and I don't understand exactly how or why that happened. But it's been like that since the beginning. Like they they have an internal sheet somewhere that says shards are worth X. Like, okay, here's another example. Like when you're doing the agents and you get the sprints, right? Like shocking steps or platinum weapon skins. And then when you have gotten all of those and you get a duplicate, it gives you like a thousand anima shards. Why? What, what, why? Like... <laughs> okay, so you're telling me Good job. I, I, I get a platinum yeah, limited only available this way skin, but if I get it duplicate, I get a thousand shards. You basically spit in my face. Like that could be ten thousand shards, and it still would be worth kind of nothing. That would have to be in the neighborhood of like a hundred K shards for you to be like, oh well, I didn't get a sprint, but at least I got a hundred K shards. I got a nice, you know buffer yeah i think i think i'm thinking the the shocking steps didn't used to be that way i think they did fix that i think the platinum skins still work the way i'm talking about though the the shocking steps did used to if you got a dupe it used to like like vanish they did they did, they did adjust that though you're right you um, there's a couple of things like that where like they used like back originally in legends, uh, there was no, there was no like checking to be nice. It was just like, you don't have everything yet. We're not going to give you the next one. You're just going to get nothing. <laughs> so you have to keep RNG rolling until you get the one you, you want. Um, cause it was, it, there was a big, there was a big, um, kerfuffle about it right because it was like 
I'm going to run this agent quest like, you know, every day or every time it comes up because even that's random, right? I run the agent quest every time it comes up. Most of the time it doesn't give you a sprint reward at all. You get the special bag, you open it, and it gives you one you already had and poof. Uh, Anima shards. Anima shards. And you're just like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, it no, it, it they did fix it. They did fix it, but it didn't used to work that way. In fact, people used to not use the sprints because if you didn't use them, it didn't it didn't know you had it, right? So people would just not activate it, right? You you if you if you really wanted them, you would you would just keep selling. If you really wanted to make money, you would just sell them and never use them, or or you would keep one in your bank to use later but not use it right now so you can keep getting them to sell. But nowadays, yeah, now now you can just, if you get one, you get one. Um, I think platinum weapon skins, though, still screw you. I think it's RNG which one you get. And, like, if you roll for platinum fist and you already got platinum fist weapon skin, you just get, like, 1K shards. <laughs> which is just, like, ugh. Um... I think the same thing used to happen with the agents from the agent bags. It was I don't think it was shards, but like if you bought like an agent bag and you opened it and it had an agent you already had, you could sell it back for like four hex coins. Oh yeah. Right? And then mm -hmm. and then eventually they they fix it to where you'll get one you don't own until you own them all. And until you, you own them all and then you get the hex coins. Yeah. So I mean they they've learned the hard way <laughs> over the course of time which is sort of weird because they had um I remember them instituting that if you don't have it if you don't like the items came at a clip that was like if you don't have it like it's a list yeah uh, like a drop list and even that list has been around since I want to say the first time they instituted it was a was one of the Halloween events I believe in Secret World in uh, yeah, like, in the original like the... so Halloween and Christmas have like login lists like that where it's just you get the next thing in the you list. just get the next thing in line yeah mm -hmm. well even the caches they eventually added like a we're sorry you suck at gambling thing <laughs> right they added a piece of code that like every time you open a chest and don't get uh, a cosmetic uh, weapon or whatever and anytime you don't get like a top tier thing mm. it adds like a little increment right <clears throat> and eventually if you open enough chests it's just gonna be like you poor bastard you still rolled a one but we're gonna give you something <laughs> yeah, but here you go yeah yeah there you go now we uh, yeah we don't know how it screwed you over that badly but rng is not your friend you should have gotten yeah. something by now yeah oh so you need like packs pack agent packs still screw you agent packs still screw you if you buy a booster pack and open it and get like a you know a certain agent like one of the high tier ones and then open another pack you get the same one and it's four hex coins that still screws you the rng of the booster packs themselves can 100 still screw you but you mitigate that by using those hex coins towards the uh agent dossier bag right which are guaranteed uh, to always give you the next one you don't own. 
The problem with that is it's been well over a year now, and we still don't have, um, I think, Freemasons, right? Right. The last one. We still don't have Freemasons in the vendor. So if you want, like, I'm missing one Freemason agent, and my only chance is just keep buying boosters. And hope it shows up. And hope it drops because, in the booster, yeah. Because there's no way to actually guarantee getting it from the vendor. Yeah, and four hex coins is is just... Again, this is where I feel like <laughs> they overvalue. Well, to be fair, the agent system is intended to be like a moneymaker, right? Yep, yeah. Like, they don't want to... They, they don't want to give you, like, 200 hex coins for that agent that you that was a duplicate. Like... They're going to give you a lot less. But four? I mean, I could have been like 20, and that wouldn't have broken the system. Because four, just you would need at least, yeah, you would need at least 20 just to get the, the blue agent dossier, the blue uh, random agent dossier. Yeah. Well, or, what I they mean, want I don't you know. to do is to keep opening up more packs. Yeah. So you yeah. Get eventually to 20. It's essentially its own trading card game, essentially, but without the trading part. The yeah, legendary like item achievement, games. anyone in game has it. Zen, I don't think anyone in game has a single one of those items. The only person that ever showed one of those items that I know of was Shibe, and I'm not positive he wasn't just using a linking program. <laughs> because you can generate those color links. You know when you right-click to link an item in chat? Mm-hmm like there's like uh scripts or whatever to let you generate like fake fake shit um so the only person i i only time i've ever seen anyone say they got one of the legendary items you know the thing there's an achievement for mm -hmm. it's like curios of our time i think it's called right let me look here um curios of our time yep like nasir's rifle you know madame Rojette's crystal ball right right hawthorne's bible uh what did he have khalid's staff is what he linked i don't and i i can't even guarantee that he had it he could have just been trolling because shibay was one of the biggest trolls <laughs> ever he was in my cabal and like he stopped playing the game like i don't know a year and a half ago or more but he was one of the biggest trolls ever anyways. So he very well could have just been like trolling people with a, with a color script link. Which, by but the way, since we're he... talking about agent boosters, uh, the, the Druids of Avalon agent boosters are at 35% off right now. Just FYI. Yeah. I didn't, is that, by the way, was that in the launcher? I didn't notice. I mean, I, I don't personally need that. I don't think it was. No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Also, this is weird. I wonder if this is a typo. So the 5, 10, and 25 packs are 35% off, but the single pack is 34% off. I saw that too. I'm not sure if that's a typo or if that's just because it's such a lower number. That's just, just how the... It's it's just more accurate that way. I don't know. <laughs> what is it normally? It's what, 125? Though, right? Yeah, 125. It just it seems odd though, yeah? Like 35% off, 35%, 30, 34% off. Like 
It's that's kind of strange. Thirty five percent off would make it eighty one point two five. Maybe they rounded up instead of down. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it seems like. I I want to say it's a it's like a tool that they use for that. And yeah, thirty four percent off. Yeah, makes it eighty two point five. So it's, it'd be either eighty one or eighty two. And I guess they went with yeah. eighty two. <laughs> it's very strange. It's very strange. It's a bigger number. Yeah, it's it's still weird. It is, it is strange because it does like it would take just one more arm, and it's like, what is that one more arm when everything's thirty five percent off, and that one's thirty four? Yeah, what what is what is one more arm? At that point, like Yumi said, I believe those items exist when I get that get one. Yeah. Other than Shibe, who is an un unrealistic um, sort, like not unrealistic, unreliable source. <laughs> there's never been a single other person that claimed to have one that I have seen. Not a single other person. So either the drop chance is like just in the toilet, which I actually assume is part of it. That's probably a lot of it. Yeah. Here's my assumption. Assuming it's not just broken. Assuming it's just not, it's not just broken. They just like basically don't drop ever. Then my assumption is they only drop from those purple bag missions on tier five, which even a max level agent um usually has like a chance of of like five yeah five or 37 percent and even then and even then sometimes not even that you have to put equipment on them to get them high enough right mm-hmm. so they they would have to run that mission to get the purple bag right and they have to actually like succeed or or crit success or even crit success, right? Which at like thirty seven percent chance to complete the mission is not super likely. No. <laughs> so I, and I, and I I know for like I hardly ever run those. I know lots of people just don't do those like ever, right? Um, but if the think about it this way, if the drop chance is like the drop chance of agents from missions, mm-hmm. um which is like 0.01 or something. You People run missions every day, right? People run missions every day. No one runs these every day. No. They have to come up randomly in the rotation in Tier 5 in the first place, mm-hmm. and then people actually have to have an agent anywhere near people to even do it. it. Yeah. And the, even the ones that can do it, and I don't think ever break 50%, and they have to like crit succeed to get a purple bag and by the way i've done a few of those and gotten purple bags and just end up getting like purple gear out of it or maybe a mythic gear but like regular not i've never even got one you know the you know the item pieces that give you like a plus um ability like tactical assault suit gives you like the fist icon and ai companion gives you like the the little circle icon. 
Like there's there's items equipment that actually give you a trait, like the little trait symbols. Hmm. Okay. Um, those are super rare as well. Yeah. I have two of them from paying out the nose through them. I've never gotten one to drop myself. You know, you're <laughs> right. not the only one that runs those. The, that runs those. You would not be the only one, but if you think of like the in well, order to even get is... to that point, takes a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the player base. You probably are not one of a you're handful. Like, yeah, you're probably like mm-hmm. one of twenty or something. Or one of ten. One. <laughs> <laughs> I and wouldn't say I'm twenty t- is way too bot too high. <laughs> Hey, Mega. And then, but on top of that, you have to figure like the fact that no agent has like a good chance on those missions. Okay. And then once you get the bag, the the actual chance of getting one of those things from that bag is probably 0.01. It's also RNG on top of that. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just RNG now, on top of way, RNG on top of RNG. The other, the only other way that you're potentially going to get it, right, is. The legendary agent gear reward bag you can buy at the vendor for 500 hex coins. Now, how do you get hex coins? Change. How do you, <laughs> the, you can't? You cannot buy hex coins directly. You would have to buy boosters, open them, vendor all that shit back for like a one, two, three, or max four hex coins for like a special card to get up to 500. To buy one bag, right? And those bags could give you um, one of those items, the curios, or mm. it could just give you one of the regular items at, at Legendary. So you would have to probably dump, I'm going to just guess, thousands of dollars into the booster packs. That There's no leave. intention of using the cards or the items just to funnel all that shit into hex coins to buy the legendary bags to open them to have a shot in hell of getting the curios. The owner of some oil company. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Play the SWL. Let's hope because then I guess new content might have a chance. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's been whales in the game and there was at least one agent card whale in the game. I remember like, first week of like agents being released they had like tons because they just they just sunk a god knows how much money into like opening boosters and not only that they were converting orum to moth and buying missing ones from people like straight out for stupid that amounts probably, that probably floated funcom for a few months <laughs> i mean i mean that's kind of the point of these systems they have to be a return on yeah. investment yeah I mean, not not even just these, even the caches. Like, I, I know of people that spent thousands of dollars when Legends launched and just, like, dropped them or, like, had red gear, like, day two. You know how much money you have to spend on caches to have red gear day two? Or day one? Also, back then, the distillates didn't scale with your IP. Right, like nowadays, when you open a cache and you're like sixteen hundred IP, you get like a guaranteed uh, base level. I mean, like eight K or something. Back in the day one, you were randomly rolling from like a base, I think, of four K distillate to you know up to like a legendary distillate, but you didn't, but you didn't have a minimum base that kept going up with your IP level. All right, that was only introduced later. 
Only Mythic was up day two, no red. What do you mean? What you mean legendary gear? Legendary gear was always available from day one. Like, it's just a matter of fusing. It wasn't it wasn't added later. Just no normal person would have it. <laughs> like the the tears was always there. It was only mythic in the beginning. Did what they do you mean it? What do you mean it? Like agents or or just like, like gear Asian in general? Gear or 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 no, because gear was always went up to legendary. I'm um. I don't I don't think that's correct. People had people already had mythic in. People had mythic in like beta week one. I'm fairly positive legendary existed, like launch. It's just it, it was it's just a tier system. I think I had a guide on it day one. You think uh, do you know that, do you know over time they've they've upgraded other things like adding in um like four pips and whatnot. But yeah, but that's way later. Yeah, way later. Yeah, that was a couple of years later. Legend, I'm pretty sure the color system was in was like locked in from the beginning. When anima allocation was added. Uh, I could go up past Mythic 35 for a while. You would need two Mythic 35 pieces. Uh, I do not remember. Uh, but, I, but I'm up to say, I'm up to say with Jimmy here. Like I don't think so. I want to say that yeah. That also they, that they've always had legendary. Yeah, I'm. I, like I need to research that. I'm looking. the The patch that had element allocation does not mention anything about legendary gear. I like I'm I knew I knew some uh, credit card warriors. <laughs> I knew some credit card warriors. I'm I'm like 99.9% sure. First week I remember seeing someone in full red with like one pip reds and just fucking like face palming like holy shit what's wrong with you. Now in the anima allocation update they did do a talisman revamp. Yeah, but that was that's just the But that was just to 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 change the power rating and that that's when they basically took away all the uh like the healing gear and whatnot and just said, Oh, if you have ashes and you have, you know, you have 
instead of having three sets of of head talisman pieces, there's now basically one. But you could you could scale it. Um. So you didn't have to keep leveling up different sets. You only you only needed to level up like just basically one set if you wanted, I guess, you know. <laughs> I remember that the auction house during launch had a red level gear selection. Nothing was in it, but it was there. Right, right. And right, it, it makes sense that nothing was there. Yeah, because that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it would that's have what to I mean. Like, built. The... I'm trying to look and see. Well, I'm looking at the animal allocation patch, and it sure as shit wasn't in that one. I'm, I'm, I'm really positive that it was available. Um, yeah, nothing. Well, you well, yeah. What uh, gadgets? Gadgets are like the only thing legendary. Right, right. They they would drop legendary. True. Um. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like the whole tier system's been the same from the jump. I. I I'm really positive that the gear was available to do. It was just dumb. Like, shouldn't have been doing it. Um... I'm trying to trying to look back on something. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not in, in the anime allocation. I'm trying to see. Like, here's when Tokyo came out, but I. It just it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. You know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Legacy Transfer Part 2. Tokyo Beyond the Wall. Man, I remember those days. And Tokyo wasn't <laughs> all the way open yet. Oh, yeah. You know, like half of Tokyo. Like, Tech oh, Cash. Yeah. And, then, and then they opened up the wall and it was like... <gasps> the raid update, which, by the way, you can go see me in that trailer for the New York raid. My Like, I'm in there. <laughs> of course i'm in there my bu bunny head and all i had to get i had to get andy to spawn it on me <laughs> <laughs> you better, you know, not, better not leave a naked right. face on there yeah right <laughs> um true fact if anyone ever sees jimmy's real face their face, their own face, would melt like, uh, <laughs> like the Indiana Jones opening up the uh, Ark of the Covenant. Oh man, I went back so far as to read about Johnny Depp's 
Secret World Legends TV stuff. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we've that not, like, pretty much that just doesn't exist. We're just gonna August of 2017. Uh, yeah, man. That's uh, only a few no, years. Legendary's ago. been in since since the beginning. Uh, like, I I don't I don't know. Follow point. I've got screenshots of Jimmy's face. It's like images of the ring. You're yeah, right. your face melts off after seven days. You can see it, but. You'll yeah, you'll die shortly thereafter. Yeah, I went back to Kiss of the Revenant. It definitely wasn't before Anima Allocation. And I'm pretty positive by the time Anima Anima Allocation was around, I was I think I was already in Legendaries. I'm seeing Jimmy's face right now. No, we mean it you know, we're we're just joking. His <laughs> his in-game character face. <laughs> what is under the rabbit head? Uh, it's actually true. It is just his face. Patch notes. Oh, and that's the anime allocation ones again. Jesus. Autumn sale. 2.15. It was kind of fun to look back through old patch notes. Like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> You're like, oh, I remember when that came out. Barbershop and plastic surgeon have added. There was a time before the rabbit. <laughs> Actually, in Legends, there wasn't. I had the rabbit head from the jump because it transferred over from TSW. There had to be a time, technically, right? Pre-Tokyo. No, that's what I mean. Like in, in, in Secret World, though, not in, yeah, in not TSW, in Legend. Yeah, yeah. In TSW, I had uh, I had the headband bunny ears for a long time because Uda head didn't even exist mm -hmm. in the game as an attainable thing. <laughs> another rabbit head, then another smaller one. <laughs> just a just a Matryoshka doll of rabbit heads. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure legendary was just always a thing. Like I said, I definitely remember, like, if not like first day, like first week, just being like blown away, looking, inspecting someone and being like, holy shit, how much money did you just drop on this? Game? <laughs> That's right, yeah. Be like, whoa! You and just also, spent a lot of money. Yeah, you really should have read up on stuff before you did that. Because I remember talking with uh, Cavalis and like you know, there's <clears throat> seeing people like full one pip red sets and be like, holy shit! <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> one pip? Oh no! Yeah, full one pip red talisman sets. You're just like, holy shit! That is. Not only is that a lot of money, but that is a lot of wasted money. <laughs> that is not good, yeah. Yeah, that was not a good expenditure. But to them, I say, thank you <laughs> for throwing money at Funcom. <laughs> not mad about it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel bad for you. It's it's sort of it's sort of the sad reality that when it comes to uh 
basically free to play or uh, or games of this caliber that they do kind of rely on the the majority or not the majority, but uh, the the small percentage of players that spend lots and lots of money relies on like uh, barons and Middle Eastern princes. But like every game does that. Like it's not just <laughs> yeah, in the world. It's they all do that. Sure, I'll be the tank. Yeah, I just someone just messaged me in game saying, I'm pretty sure I had regular first week. Yeah. <laughs> I I know, I know more than and I, right. I people had everyone, it. Yeah, like, they did. Not everyone was like had one pip, but I'm saying I knew more than one person. Like I actually knew as in like ran with, played with some people that had that had red, and I inspected more of them in Agartha. Like it wasn't just like one or two people. Um it, 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 scary as that sounds. <laughs> All right, so this is the event, and we, we we weren't doing anything for like a long time. Yeah, no, we were, we were like checking information or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, but the whole reason why we're you jumping into a cult defense is, of course, the envoys so you guys of did Avalon. Pick up the mission, right? I did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Of course, it's the envoys of Avalon event. Um, Uh, which happens uh, at the equinoxes. You can jump, 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 jump. Daddy Mac, you gonna make a? <laughs> <laughs> Where you the the do... first um, was it? You, you do ten waves. The first time you complete the mission, you're given essentially a um, what is it? Uh, a signet oh, yeah. of cold delight and a signet yeah. of thirst. Thirst in blue. In blue quality. Um. I just feel like it was sometimes we'll value some stuff, and that makes it. go nope. Some stuff I'd spend way more money on if I found the pricing reasonable. Trash bag of nothingness. What? That's what my nickname is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, wow. it's odd that you guessed that's, um... that. That's uh, quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I could I could have thought of a better better equip to that much quicker. I'm like, ah, oh, that's what my wife calls me. I don't know. <laughs> Uni said, "Like the agents, both agents I'm missing or not of any game value, my collector." Yeah, same. It only drops Cernos fragments and anapotency for me, and sparkly agents. It'll probably never drop. Well, no. So the the first time mission, the the one for ten waves. Uh, gives you the double blue signets. Mm -hmm. The re the repeat only will give you like random crap. 
Oh, you're using the revenant weapon. That freaked of me course. out because you because you can get revenants yeah. in here. <laughs> you know, he always yeah. uh, does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just love the revenant weapon. I have I have one as well. Yeah. This is in my bank. I mean, actually, I have all of them in my bank. <laughs> I could I could of, switch away from it. I just I just don't want to. That revenant's like my best are, friend now. A couple of them are red. We've been playing with the revenant for so long. Good luck to the boss. Boom. I'm coming to get you all. It only drops uh, Saruno's fragments and anima potency for me. Oh, yeah, the Saruno's fragments are the. Uh, in them plenty of times. It didn't give you the blue segments this time, though. Winter it one? Might, it might only be on the first run. That I was going to say that and I forgot. It's possible that it only gives you the blue segments the very first time you do that mission and, like, never again. I, for some reason, I thought last time that it did it the first time every... I thought it did the, I thought it, the same thing. I thought it did the first time every time. Yeah, but it might not. It it might just be the very first time. That's possible. We'll I mean we'll certainly see. Dropping the hammer. You drop a hammer. It could be a difference between the winter and the, the spring one. That's it possible. Could. It could. The Equinox is a very mysterious thing. <laughs> it turns on by itself. <laughs> I just want to, like a Borad voice. Like my wife. <laughs> uh, that actually came out better than I thought it would. <laughs> pretty, happy, pretty, pretty happy with that. Oh, the holiday mission is not the Equinox. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Then screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on track. Damn it. Can't go off topic here. I tried, I tried to attack. I tried to attack Tuesday over there. I just you, you look like a zombie coming through the stone edge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I think I've tried to attack Jimmy already and I've and I've definitely tried to attack Ember. I don't know who this Ember person is. Oh, I mean Waffle. Ah, his name. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it's because his character is running around with the name still. Yeah, yeah, that is like your one excuse you need to like jump on like every time. Is like, well, your in-game name still says that. Just meant just force it, force him to buy like a rename, or we'll just oh, buy I one for you. That. We'll just 
<laughs> like, look, man, if you want a new name, you have to you have to sink the money into it. You know, you gotta you gotta buy the dot com. You gotta <laughs> you gotta buy the character rename. Just you gotta do it do it all the way or not at all. Well, you'll be spending like twenty bucks on it. Got fifteen dollars on a dot com, ten dollars on. <laughs> I think I think the rename is like ten bucks. If I'm not mistaken. No, there's a fall. There's a there's the there's a spring and a fall equinox. And a winter and summer solstice, but they don't do anything. Go around hard or go. Well, home. they do. Or just go home hard, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't going home at levels? <laughs> they really set those lines up for uh, shenanigans, I'm just saying. <laughs> mm, I know. Do you want to talk about... Um, some of the other stuff, like the, yes. the Conan stuff, since we're just screwing around. Just, we're, just, we're, just running, we're just running a cult defense. Yeah. Because there was a there was a pretty big Conan stream. I'll say there was there was a lot, yes, going on on the Conan Exile side of uh side of Funcom. Uh they had a dev stream this past was it Friday? Last Friday? I think, I think last Friday. Think uh the twelfth no Thursday uh, wh whatever day that was I don't know days anymore days it was on a day that ended in Y yeah, don't judge me <laughs> the twelfth it was a Friday okay yeah no we had it right uh <laughs> I was probably drinking whatever day that it was hey this is this is COVID times I mean everything all blends together so what made it uh what made it outstanding was that it was a it was a Funcom stream. Because remember they had all those Funcom streams and they were like every week it would be like Andy and Nicole and then they'd have like doing artwork or they'd have doing something. They'd just be they'd just be playing one of the games. Then they kind of then they kind of stopped that for a while. Well, it was not, good, like they stopped uh, it, period. Yeah. That was weird. I couldn't attack. The hell? I think it was a good what, two, three weeks that they were doing that. They had a good set schedule. Did two or three days? Oh, I think it was more. It was longer than that. Okay, like, well, so it was yeah, longer than that too. Oh yeah, yeah. They they had a set schedule for a while. Um, I remember like Friday. Friday was like the like rando day. Mm -hmm. I remember like them playing like Apex. And I remember Portal even at one point they were playing and... like an old Doom, not Doom, Dune. A Dune. Uh, yeah. They're playing Doom. They're playing a, a Dune uh, RTS. Like uh, they played the, the uh, out, like late eighties, early nineties. One of those. One of those kitchen games. Oh, like Overcooked. Yeah, they're playing over. They played Overcooked. Uh, they played all kinds of stuff. So I mean, th those were only Fridays. So what I'm getting at is there, there was a lot of Fridays. <laughs> so was it <laughs> just based on the Friday streams? I know it was not like just like a month or something. It, it went on for a little while. Like they had a pretty good set schedule for for a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty, it pretty nice. Um, but then right, but then they just decided to stop that. 
I see you're contributing in the form of dance, inspirational dance. Part inspiration. Dance. You're like a Conan dancer, just providing a, a buff by yeah. See, by see dancing. Look. You got now. See, going. that's something they should put in the game. Like imagine, imagine like a mechanic where like like you're doing a dungeon or a raid or scenario and like people have to go to certain spots and like do a certain dance. Right? Very, very almost, uh, um, I actually, I'm not sure of a, like a raid. Like or you have a dance off and if you win, the boss takes his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> pants off, dance off. Oh, it's on a dance off raid. When you pants the lurker, you win. But does the lurker wear pants though? <laughs> maybe maybe you put the pants on him. Maybe that's what it is. The pants are already off. He starts you pantsless. Can, you dance, and then he gets pants. You're like, this is giving nightmares. This is giving <laughs> horrific I mean, nightmares. What, what size pants would he wear? Large. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, behemoth. Large. Behemoth pants. You know, he shops at uh, Godzilla uh, size store. Big and tall. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I wanted to say like Godzilla and tall instead of big and tall. Just, or or um, big and Godzilla. Big and um, Godzilla. Kaiju, yeah, big and tall. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Um, but yeah, so. The, the, they had a Conan Exiles dev stream. Oh, yeah, but the, but the point I was getting to is Which that it had... Cool. But it was Nicole and Andy. But it had the duo! Yeah. The duo back in action! And, like, literally, like, you know, both in the uh, the office, like, in the streaming room together. Mm-hmm. Like, like the old days. It was really cool to see them doing their thing. Uh, actually, the uh, old days. Pepperidge Farmer members. Pepperidge... Petridge Farm remembers. <laughs> and it wasn't Doable. just them. They also brought on stream uh I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh Marcin Paloxic, who is the lead programmer for uh for Conan Exiles. Yeah, I don't I'm know if that's s- Martin or Markin. And then I'm, Scott Jr. Sorry. Right, right and then oh, Scott Mark. Jr., project director, and uh Dennis. Douthet, Douthet, and I butcher butcher names, but uh, but they brought them all on stream. He's also a lead designer of uh, of Conan Exiles, so it was a, it was a big Conan Exiles stream. Extravaganza, yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> are you able to show the the picture, the screen cap oh, yeah. I took of uh, of the duo? Give, uh, give you guys some a buff. Your dance buff. <laughs> <laughs> I need more power. More power. I want to throw that under Val like the next, the next like beta thing and be like, have you thought about dancing mechanics? <laughs> and just <laughs> see, like, see how hard he face palms. Like you have dance in the game. Why don't you use them? I mean, we already use like. Technically, you use the dance to complete the Ricky Pagan quest, right? 
True. True. There we go. You're like, yes, but why not use them in a... <laughs> the duo's back. Can someone else pick up this item, by the way? I already have one. I'll get it. <laughs> Ember seems a little busy. <laughs> uh, I was a little busy. Also in the dream palace. Yeah, right. The dream palace with the uh, with pig in there as well. And then you have things like cartwheeling through lasers or uh, the moonwalk across the pressure plates. True. Right? True. So it's oh. not like emotes uh, no. or like achievements that have you like pray. Right or or clap at something or spit at something like they use them already for stuff. Yeah, I would think it would be interesting if they were somehow used in like a dungeon or, or a raid mechanic. They actually do sort of use it in uh, in OD. There's that one group boss that causes you to pray. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then forces someone you else, to do it, I guess. Yeah, it forces you to pray, and a teammate has to come stand next to you, like in your little circle vicinity, for like a couple seconds to like help you up. Essentially, they don't have to interact with you; they just have to like stand in in that range of little circle around you. But good luck getting a teammate to do that, because <laughs> <laughs> like, I praying. have found anybody that, that anybody? does not work very well. <laughs> Cartwheeling through animals in dungeon was a mechanic. It was never a mechanic. It was an exploit. <laughs> There's a big difference. Because <laughs> you couldn't just cartwheel through an animal well. That's not how that worked. You cartwheeled and did other things outside the game to exploit something. <laughs> yeah, what right. kind of people are you playing with, Jimmy? <laughs> not a mechanic. Well, I mean, first of all, you see who I'm playing with right now. <laughs> Like, I don't think, I don't think either one of them would come stand next to me if I was forced praying. Oh, that would be <laughs> all I do. <laughs> they, they'd be at the other side of the map. <laughs> That'd be a whole lot of nope. I'm out. It's past a certain level. It's like past a certain wave. It's like nope, nope. I'm not surviving this anyway. So I'm just going to just support you in this endeavor. I got your back. From uh, way I mean, my experience though, I, to like, like I understand that you're joking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or I'm gonna go with the fact that you're joking, regardless of if you're not. <laughs> uh, but in my experience, it wasn't just like related to me. It's like no one, like I was literally the only person to ever go stand next to someone that was praying. Like no one else noticed or gave a shit when someone was like. Ah, I'm stuck. Like, uh, whatever. Like, no one cared. They're like busy fighting things and just didn't take the time to go do anything about it. My common experience in a group of five is I was the only one that ever gave a shit about someone being stuck praying. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, Cabal group, Uni. <laughs> I mean, on Discord, Cabal group. <laughs> Just to be clear, yeah, like a like a pug would make sense. I I mean I mean cabal people in voice, like just not noticing or paying attention. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And, and again, not just me, for anyone that got hit with the prayer circle. <laughs> for anyone that got hit with the prayer circle. Like, in fact, I don't even know. It seemed like half the time the people that got hit with the prayer circle didn't realize they got hit with the prayer circle. If that makes any kind of sense. Like, they didn't even realize they were praying. They they just, like, oh, I can't move. And it's like, oh, idiot, you're fucking praying. I, someone has to come stand next to you. Would tell me when that happens and I can come stand next to you. But I believe it also has a timer. So, like, I, I don't think you, you don't stay that way permanently. Right? Like, uh, it'll time out eventually. Or maybe it times out when the guy dies. I forget. But point is, like, uh, uh, usually, eventually, they get to stand up on their own. But, yeah, I swear to God, half the time, the person that, that had the effect didn't realize what was happening and, were, and was like, I can't move. But, like, the, the most they would say would be, I can't move. Can't move. I don't know what's going on. It's like, hey, That's on purpose. You're, it's a mechanic. You're praying. Someone has to come stand next to you. Where are you? <laughs> I'm here. I don't see you. <laughs> right here. See. It does have a timer. I think the ice thing only terminates when you die. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I think the prayer thing has a timer as well. I'm pretty sure. Which is probably another reason why people just ignore people in it because it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like, you'll get out of it eventually. Like, by the time you get over there, it's already done anyway or something. Yeah. So yeah, so they had a nice stream all about uh, all about Conan Exiles, um, and there's there's a quite a bit there's a quite a bit going on in Conan Exiles, but for the most part, that it was a lot of Isle of Sipta improvements. Uh, they said players they got a whole bunch of feedback that basically said that players were not exactly they they liked what was going on with Isle of Sipta, uh, but they weren't exactly thrilled with it. Uh, let's say. Yeah, I think it was specifically had to do with lack of uh, factions to interact with. Yeah, l- lack of stuff to do, basically, yeah. Yeah, like... Um, or just interesting, like, people to fight even, right? Like, NPC camps to, like, take out. I think really the only way you get, you get, you acquired people was via the Surge or something on Zipta. I haven't played and... it, but I believe it's my understanding. Sipta is basically the, the like the surge is basically Sipta's main mechanic, right? Yeah, it was like the only way to get thralls, and like you had to farm it, and 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 there was nothing else going on. Like the island was a lot more like bare. Yeah, uh, and people just didn't really care for that. They're like, no, we want we want <laughs> we want more of what we liked in Exiles, which is give us like different factions with different th- themes and backstories and people from there that we can kidnap and break on our wheel. We've completed. There's another supply thing if someone wants to grab it. So yeah, so they mentioned that the Isle of Sipta is getting a very big overhaul. Um, and that, well, it's basically, it's, it's still in early access, basically. Um, no, yeah, it, yeah, it is. 
said, Dennis talked about feedback for initial launch of Sipta, made it clear that it wasn't resonating with their core audience. In the previously linked producers letter, uh, that can be found on the forums, you could see the various breakdowns of that feedback. Dennis says that it was in everybody's best interest to take the systems that people enjoyed about Sipta and integrate the parts of the Exile Lands they found fun and engaging that they missed when playing Sipta. So instead of like, you know, I enjoy this one part and I enjoy this other part, instead it just turned into, um, you know, try to try to make Sipta basically the one place for everybody. Um, one of the key areas targeted for revamp was the overall game loop, they say. So they're changing the game loop so that they are more in sync with features and gameplay that, right, that they enjoyed in the Exile Lands. Uh, another important part of the feedback provided by players of SIPTA is the lack of thralls on the map. They largely felt the map was empty, not a lot to do, and had a frequent lack of access to thralls. Yep. Funcom has addressed that feedback by adding NPC camps to the island, along with activities you can do in many of the camps. And these new activities include a new thrall rescue system, floating loot crates, grave digging, unique companions, rare bosses and loot, hidden areas, and a bunch of lore. I'm down for the lore, actually. They say they've actually added... Uh, they've also added the Purge to Sipto, which we were saying is different than the Surge. Yeah. Not sure that was a good idea to have two names quite so yeah. close. <laughs> the, the, uh, purge, the Purge and the Surge. The Purge Surge. The Surge Purge. Yeah, because you can definitely get confused. Or is this the Purge or the Surge? Is it coming or going? But I think they're also they've made some improvements to the purge, and there's have even more coming. So like the purge is is still. I think they they what did they say? They was trying he was trying not to overpromise. They've made fixes. Right. There's more fixes coming. It should behave better now, but there's more fixes on the way that will you know make us of. Stuff doesn't just show up inside your base. <laughs> like purge enemies should come from the outside, like through not just not the just wilderness and yeah. attack, and not literally spawn inside your base, attacking it from the inside. Because what's the point of a defensible base if someone can just spawn inside, right in the middle of it? <laughs> right. Uh, they say yeah. Funcom has added many new building blockers to various marked areas uh, of the Sipta map. Uh, each marked area on the map designates where a new NPC camp is going, and those players will need to move their bases if they are located in those areas. Uh, there was also an automated system that will destroy any buildings in those areas. So the setting on private servers is disabled. Private servers can decide for themselves. Uh, however, this will be toggled on for official servers. So basically, if you've decided to build anything in these areas previously... Uh, it, it will be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, you have to pick it up and move it. You got to move it, yeah. But just on a, a whole bunch of other fun stuff that they've added, they've included a... Um, says, on player death, there's a chance that a sigil in the player's inventory will drop, a chance it will be destroyed altogether, or a chance the player keeps it. I think one of the one of the bigger like base changes that's like rolling out, not just the Sipta but like everywhere, is the uh, sprint attack. Yes, sprint attack is 
Sweet. And they have, and they have right. They've added a uh, a sprint attack so that instead of just having somebody just meander away from a fight, essentially. Well, I mean, like, yeah, the problem with, like, you could try and catch people before. I mean, I obviously do when you're PvPing, right? Mm-hmm. But the issue would be that, like, as soon as you attack, you're not running anymore. Right? That's that's the problem. As soon as, as soon as you attack something, you're not running. And at least that was how it was. Which would, it's a little it's just, annoying when you're trying to yeah. chase somebody down who's running away. Especially when someone's running away from you, and you're yeah. like, you can run, but like you can't tackle, you can't attack. Like you just have to run after them and hope that they stop. I guess. Or if you're able to get ahead of them somehow, then you could turn around and attack them, I guess. But yeah, now not like you have a sprint attack that has like an increased forward momentum. Mm -hmm. So not only do you keep moving, but you kind of do like a sort of a forward lunge. Like a catch up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like um if you're close enough, you're gonna you're you're gonna get that. Right? And it looks pretty sweet. They just have like a clip of running down a beach after someone it just like lopping their head off it was, it was pretty neat looking i saw the one where uh he had like this the huge sword and he just like chops someone in half cleaves them in half yeah <laughs> it was a very weird baywatch scene is all i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the best baywatch scene i don't like, have the song in my head that i'll be there the, the the Baywatch theme song. <laughs> Just picturing Andy. You know you are. Picturing Andy? Yes, running down the beach. <laughs> I wasn't. I am now. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> Why he's on a beach with a sweater vest, I don't really know. <laughs> That's the real Ar question. It's an Argyle bathing suit. <laughs> We have, we have two uh, more so yeah, so lots of good stuff coming to Conan Exiles, and uh, of course, we always hope when they do developer streams that they always just do more developer streams. We do like seeing them; they are entertaining. I keeps I keeps bombing the repair thing. <laughs> Wait a minute, you, yes. I guess I. I can use one just so it doesn't go to waste. I've got one, so. Yeah, I picked it up. I mean, I don't think we need it, but, you know, whatever. So, yeah, lots of good times. So, if you haven't picked up Conan Exile, I guess now would be a decent time to and do so. Time. Usually a decent time. Uh, to that effect, it's currently on the website Green Man Gaming, which is a... Uh, a, a gaming sales page and i would point out that it uh you can play it single player right yeah that's something that i didn't know play. yeah yeah from from the jump it's it's had a single player option it's supposed to be the single player option is supposed to be getting even better but um you can play single player and when you're a single player you're essentially your own admin 
Um, and oh, they also had that that community mod came out. Um, oh, they have the uh, Savage it? Savage Wilds. Savage Wilds, yes. And there was one oh. that was a a mod that was what four years old or uh, an anniversary. Yeah, there's update. there's a oh what there's is what is the age of something? Right. What's age the of what? There's... <laughs> no, but Not that quite. is. Funny. <laughs> uh, what? What is it? it? Like it's an like everyone runs that one. I can't remember what it is now. It's age calamitous. Age of calamitous. That thing's been around forever. That's like uh, tons of, of servers run that. Um, does a lot of crazy stuff. But Savage Wilds is a been in development. I guess like a year. Is a community. Like, Savage Wilds is a community run project. Yes. Yeah, but <clears> it's <throat> a whole new map because it's, it's an entire uh, new map. Uh, they say that it's basically Savage Wilds houses roughly 28.75 square kilometers of playable space, where uh, the Exile Lands has about 30 to 32 kilometers. So it is about the size of the base game, basically. Yeah, so when they when they came out with SIPTA, uh, which is its own map, they released to modders the ability to do their own maps, like entire own maps. Um, so... This is there's like a trailer for it and everything that's kind of pretty crazy. Like it looks really good. Um, and I was to the single player point. I was going to say like, Exiles actually has like a lot of lore and much like Secret World, like the lore is really well written. I uh, Funcom does lore lore really well. Like the yeah. if you if you were to play Exiles like single player. The lore that's in it is actually really well done, like really well written, interesting stuff. Um, there's a whole like mystery, how you got there, what it is, why it's there, who the ancient beings were there that were before. Like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I still need to go back and finish it. I got pretty far actually towards like the. Uh, collecting the pieces you need like steps towards the end of the single player mm-hmm. I mean, you could play that shit for a long time there's tons of optional stuff to do and you can just you know grind out stuff that you want to do you can just build shit like it's 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 minecraft with a dong slider like <laughs> <laughs> minecraft for adults i i guess that's a sort of sort of valheim-esque but yeah I'm watching a streamer currently that's practicing like uh, speed runs for the single player aspect of of Exiles, and the thing that got them back into Conan Exiles was Valheim actually, because they played the shit out of Valheim and then kind of are now out of stuff to do, and like kind of gave them the appetite back and they <laughs> they went to yeah. Exiles, mm-hmm. which is kind well, of like that's actually I think a bit of a compliment to Exiles that. Uh, you sort of you sort of want to go back to the one where that really, the one that really bit you in the first place, yeah. Well, I mean, and also I guess it's good enough. I mean, Valheim's I haven't played it myself, but everyone that's played it has 
super enamored with it, right? They say it's fun. Yeah, they say it's a lot of fun. So if uh, if someone can go from that and go like, you know what? There's no content for that. I'm gonna go do Exiles because it's good as well. Like not in all the same ways, but in different ways. Like I think that's a pretty decent compliment for the game. To be honest. That's what I do all the time with, uh, like, uh, the game that, that pops in my mind is Elite Dangerous. Like, I, I love, like, you know, the concept of space combat, you know, simulators, basically. Trading, pirating, whole nine yards. But every time I play Elite Dangerous, it always makes me want to go back and play, like, the old Wing Commander series or, like, you know... <laughs> Like it makes me want to go back and play the originals more so than just continuing to play <laughs> to play that game. Makes you want to go back and play the one that you think of fondly, basically. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, they're like you know oh I enjoyed the crafting and building and whatnot of Valheim and exploration, but you run out of to do. I also think that Exiles is just an amazing climbing simulator <laughs> like it's just really fun to like go look at a cliff face and and with your stamina bar try and figure out a route that you can climb up there without falling and dying like as someone that's rock climbed a lot in real life I've made the same mental calculations in real life <laughs> <laughs> and so far have survived them although there was a couple of uh questionable times <laughs> so far <laughs> i've yet to die from it but there is something there's something in that like when you're when you're climbing a lot and especially climbing out in nature like not like in a like a gym or something you get this feel for like looking at a rock face and sort of mentally picturing like like how far one thing is from the next and whether you can reach it when you're mm -hmm. up there and you kind of do eventually get good at that or you don't do very well and hurt yourself, right? Like, because you like really screwed up. But <laughs> um, like you have you have to be good at that uh, on some level, or you just follow existing routes, I guess. Hey, I think that's the end of the. That would be oh, ten yeah. waves. Yeah, ten waves. Nice. Yeah, mission complete. So um, we end up with uh, three spoils of the equinox bags. Yeah, so yeah, I think we don't because that should have been if it's your first time though, you believe you get the segments. But yeah. Let's see what I get. I, I got, got uh two faded Serunios antler fragments. I got a luminous and I got a Fergus Abernathy. Woohoo! Pure anima, supreme potency. Uh uh the antler fragment. So maybe it is the and first time every again. Supreme Here, first time for the spring, first time for the winter. Yeah, I don't know. We have to, I guess we have to check again for the fall one. Yeah. If you guys vote for the loot, we can loot. Like a loot loot. Looty loot. And I got another agent, Francis Rowan. I got two goddamn agents out of this shit. I got uh, Finn Mulligan. Yeah, the, these ones aren't like worth so much. I mean, they're still better than not having them, but they're not well, worth so much is... because they do drop pretty. That's a weird bug. What? I don't get the the window coming up when I I hear the sound effect, but the window doesn't come up. Uh, run away and come back. 
run away. Which is better than run away and never come back. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Do we score any domains? I did not. But we only did 10 waves, so the you're at like I think roughly like a 50-50 shot at that point, maybe for a domain signet. Mm-hmm. Either of you guys get a domain signet out of there? No. No. Wait, Ember, you look like you've got two blue signets. Yeah, I got two uh two thirst and cruel delight. So you got it from the turn in, right? From the mission? No. Where did you get did them I... from then? <laughs> I think I've had those. They've just appeared. Really? You just had wait, you've had them no. in your bag since last time? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Weird. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's not under I mean, I've got a, I've got a, a cruel. I've got, uh, I'm leveling them up in my bag. I've got a couple hanging out, but, and they were probably from last time. I'm still, I'm still holding on to them, but uh... don't, don't make excuses for them. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. We don't speak. Yeah, that inventory is nuts. I remember you cleaned it out once. I did clean it out once. Now yeah. look at it again. Like holy crap. Yeah, and the 100% figure, by the way, is not exactly accurate. You're probably at like 99.9. .9. I was in a group where five of us did like wave one to like 35 in a row. Every single other person got in a main and I did not. <laughs> and that is, by the way, super uncommon. Basically, if you do like one to 25, or like one to 30, like everyone gets a new man, a new main signet. It just so happened I, I didn't that time. I, I think it's way more rare that you don't get one doing that many waves. Um, but yeah. I, I, I've, I've talked about that before on like the Discord. Like, I don't think it's really 100%. I just think it's like, you know, 99.9 .9 or something. I don't think it's a guaranteed drop, technically technically speaking. I've never done 25 waves and not gotten one. I would not have been happy. I'm new 25 waves. You get a pretty decent amount of loot. I, was not, I wasn't mad about it. There we go. And also, I wasn't hunting the main segments either, so it, it wasn't like I was disappointed with something that I, that I needed and didn't get. It was just we. It was just kind of an oddity, because at that point, you know, I had gotten them from doing like one to twenties pretty pretty uh, frequently. So it was like an oddity that we did like one to thirty or thirty five, and like didn't get one. <laughs> what the hell? Um, but from my interaction with other people talking about it, it it's that was very much like not the norm. Twenty-five waves. The reason you twenty-five waves is to get the damn domain. That's not true. That's not true. The other uh, reason to do it is the if uh, uh, Waffle wants to open the the achievements thing for Envoys of Avalon. 
There's the complete 500 waves during the occult defense of uh, occult defense during the envoys of the Avalon event. Mm-hmm. Doing uh, 100 gets you the outfit, and doing 500 gets you a title. A title, that, <laughs> but also 25 achievement points. Which, if you're hunting the achievement points, is the much nicer thing to have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've done like many streams of just me doing occult defense waves for like three hours. Like just. <laughs> there was and well, a bunch of those were with like repeated looping music. Like the outcast, hey <laughs> where it just says "Hey ya" repeatedly. No, no, was it at the uh, the all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's one word. It's it's literally one word. All right, 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 all right. But it's like uh, twenty hours of that or something. It's a, yeah, it's a ten. It's a ten hour loop. I listened to that for like three hours or something while running OD. I was streaming it too. Uh, there was something else. What I um oh the Brack the Brack um the song that never ends Brack doing the song that never ends. Remember? Mm-hmm. I think I was singing that on one of the of our shows actually when we were talking about it. Because <laughs> right, I was listening to it. I was listening to it while we were doing the show. The, I couldn't stop. Jimmy, have you actually gotten torn cloth from cons- consumers? From consumers. What do you mean consumers? I know what you're talking about because I posted about that on Discord. Kritikai tier three. I think it's tier three. It's it's you're you have a defense wave, and then at the end of the defense wave, a amalgamation uh shows up and yes that is where i have farmed torn cloth multiple times in the past i'll be right back okie doke so yeah uh mainly because it's repeatable i'm not saying the drop rate is really good i think the drop rate for the museum items is kind of shit but the nice part about that is that it is essentially infinitely resettable the not nice part is you have to do the defense part every time and you have to run back to diamond to reset the mission (laughs) but i mean it's better than waiting three days to do it again or something um i'm not sure i i don't know of really any like tsw had more options for out for amalgamations i think you remember, uh, Mikey, there was like other. They did that mission from Kurt differently in TSW, and you had more of the amalgamation. The, the, the ghosts are all fused into one. Yes. Yeah. And they had, There's like, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. In TSW, there was more of them in 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 uh, Tokyo. There was more of them because there was a mission for Kurt that the tank commander, like the human tank commander guy, mm-hmm. right? There's a mission for him that worked differently in TSW where you went around and then there was like different waves of like 
the cyborgs would come at you with like different shield colors or something. And that one doesn't exist in Legends, but the end of each one of those waves would be an amalgamation. I don't believe a mega boss drops it, Zen. Um, I'm going to base it on the fact that I've run more of the Hitodama <laughs> than probably anyone in the game. <laughs> like, no one likes to run that but me. I, I, only reason people even get that one usually is I'm deciding to run a mega boss. People straight up delete those. I've never seen it drop from the Hitodama. And I've I've literally done hundreds upon hundreds of Hitodamas personally. You know you did a Hitodama today? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like no one ever does them. Some some people, yeah, like Poland will do one sometimes. Some people will just do whatever they have handy. But for the most part, you see people farm like the Paduri or um or the Egypt one. Occasionally, like I, I think people don't like um, the drog one so much either because you have to keep moving out of the toxic uh, shit it puts on the ground. But right, right. Most people specifically hate Hitogama because you have to move so much. <laughs> the pizza slices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like it's. it's I love that part. It's like one of my favorite things. But I remember when it was a really that thing had turbo mode when it first came out. Because when it when that Hitodama boss first came out, it spun the circles at the rate that the small ones spin the circles. Mm -hmm. Which, when you scale that up, is not is not good. It's it's a, it's extremely <laughs> quick. Yeah. Yeah, so like if you look at how quickly those circles change on the ones like in Tokyo, the small ones, you can step in and out of them because it takes you two steps to do it. You have like a second and you can take a step and you're you're fine. But when they scaled up the Mega Boss, they left the speed the same. And you have to travel like you know, a dodge roll and like five steps to get out of one. So like <laughs> everyone died. Like everyone died nonstop. The whole like the first one we ever did, everyone it was just a cluster. It went on forever. <laughs> the tank died. Like the DPS just all died in waves. Like every every couple minutes. Like every time pizza slice went off, like seriously, like thirty people died. Like <laughs> fantastic. I remember like, I mean, obviously you want to get close. Because the closer you are, the thinner the slice is, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people have a knee-jerk reaction when they see an AoE to try and run out of it. But that thing is freaking huge. Yeah, you're running out of it into another one that's just rapidly coming at you. Well, no, I mean, like, you just you just can't get out. Like, you can't get far enough away. They're long. Mm -hmm. They're long. So people try and run away, and they end up just getting, like, their ankles sliced as they attempt to get out of it. <laughs> um. And, and yeah, so, but if you stayed close, but even when you stayed close, like they were so fast, they were so fast. I remember like surviving like one rotation and being like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, didn't die that one time. <laughs> did, did not die. Fantastic. I like, I recorded that shit and sent it to, um, 
to one of the devs or two of the devs. I think it was obviously streaming potentially then. And, and I think I would think I was streaming and then when one of them came and looked, they like hopped on the stream to look. And they're like, oh shit. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be like this is not intended. I feel like it's also that people do more birds and dogs. True. Hitodama gets uh comes from Kaiden. So you'd have to run Kaiden regionals. The lair doesn't get run as much as the other ones, I don't think. It gets run, but I don't think as often. Um, and the then you have to actually run the regionals you get from it to get the mega boss drops. Uh, Paduri is the best. I tank Paduri and that twig hurts. Yeah. Um, I think you have to... Is it like you have to not cleanse or something like that? I forget. I think you can like trigger a bad effect, I'm pretty sure. I don't, it's been a while since... I think last time I tanked it, it wasn't a problem. If you have a healer, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, and your tank, your tank setup is, is decent. Um, I know, I know that I tank the I can tank Hitodama without a healer currently, like like post the new patch. I'm not sure what mechanic is on Kenny. Oh, you mean the? Are you referring to the eater, the big mummy? Is that is that what you're calling Kenny? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I th I'm trying to remember. I think you run Osmium for that guy, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a while since I tanked that one. It wasn't Osmium. Drone is better for the mummy. I forget... I would have sworn someone said you do you do Osmium for one of those, but I could be wrong. Like I said, I haven't personally tanked the money in forever. Yeah, I've used and I use Reconstructor even when I do Hitodrama, just because I when I'm doing a Mega Boss, I generally just call out uh, and invite the first four people to drop in to be part of the group, <laughs> so I don't expect to have a healer. Oh, Osmium is for the crab. Okay. That's right. That makes sense for D plus. Okay, I knew what I thought. No, I thought one of them used Oz, used Osmium for one of them. I haven't done like when I go to do one, it's Hitodama. I the only the last time I tanked something that wasn't Hitodama was for the Cabal members because one of them wanted a DPS, and they they didn't want to do the Hitodama, and I relented and helped them out. <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> I really didn't want to. Um, do you, um, let's see, I want to look. Uh, did we want to do, oh yeah, we're going to do my video. Yeah. Hold on, let me get Ember a link. I forgot to mention that that part in anything else like on Twitter <laughs> or anything. Whoops. Um, so 
I have I a put name. It, I put it through Twitter. I put it on the. You on did, the main yeah, account. I did. You did. I I didn't because I don't know. My head's not in the game right now, apparently. But Jimmy um, is going to um, a world premiere something. Yes, premiere. and we don't even know what it is. <laughs> Everyone finds out at the same time. Uh, We're all either going to be very proud or 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 horrified or, simultaneously, or shocked. There you go. <laughs> I don't know about shocked. <laughs> I put it up there. All right. Yeah, sure. Here we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were talking about this at one point, yes. only took like an hour of tries or something <laughs> <laughs> goes along with the uh, bananas of the past or the cans you're basically using your guitar as a controller yes there's a uh, I was watching someone play Dark Souls on guitar uh, which is also horrifying and, and entertaining and there's a there's a program someone made uh, to turn frequency, to be let you bind freak, freak, certain frequencies to to keyboard inputs or mouse inputs. Um, now in this case, this was just my Yeti mic on my desk. Mm -hmm. And I'm just playing acoustic guitar. Like it's not plugged in the computer or anything. <laughs> but I've, when you hit a certain string, it produces a certain note, a certain frequency, mm -hmm. and in that tool, you can bind the mic input and that frequency to a to a key. Like you know, like you notice, uh, I think the most when um, when I turn, like I'll just let it ring, and you see it just swing wide. I would say it seems like it's a uh, yeah, like a. What is that? A resonant? Like you, you hold it down and it does it longer, basically. Yeah, if you let the note ring, it'll just keep sending the signal, like the keys being pushed down. Mm -hmm. um, so like the one note is like mouse left, and so if you just no, like your your beautiful. And so I oftentimes have to over. It's also why on the backwards and forwards, I'm all muting really quickly. Yeah, I don't want to run off the edge. <laughs> I'm stopping the note like as soon as possible. I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, and that was like a, just a wrong note or something, or just didn't take it. I don't know. Um, so I was missing some components to be able to do this with my electric guitar, which I now have received. So in the future, I'd be able to do it with an electric. More accurately, yeah. Yeah, because it wouldn't be coming in through a mic. Like, 
I kept accidentally setting off keys while t by by talking when I was first doing attempts. Like I was recording this, it would say like, "Okay, here we go." My character would just jump and activate an ability. <laughs> <laughs> I got the achievement. So that was it. That was an achievement run. And then... The sky. <laughs> Very nice. You're going to do that? At least make it sound good? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think it sounded bad, um, but yeah, unfortunately, because because you have to like stop movement to like jump and stuff, um, like there's a lot of palm muted notes. The combat would sound more interesting. Um, because the combat has the the. The cooldowns on it, the world cooldown, basically. Mm -hmm. Well, the well, I mean, you saw me when I attacked you the guy, it. right? Like I just yeah. went, like, yeah. <laughs> but like the way I set those up, that that little jingle I play at the end, which is actually from a from a song. Yes, uh, I caught it. Uh, the uh, the attack buttons are on those notes, so were I to okay. just play that, that's why like my guy like at the end like summons living flame there. It's like part of the mm -hmm. the structure. Um, but when I got to that part, I just sort of like mashed all the strings real quick and fired off everything. Um, would be impressive if it was tier one phase. You mean going <laughs> through the, uh, you mean going through the camp part? Colon? Um, but yeah, like I had to battle a lot of stuff with that. Like the the input the input software is um, having to deal with the fact that like you know my computer fan is causing noise coming in through the mic, right? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if if I talk, I swear to God, the first few like half dozen tries, I would start to I try to intro the thing like you know this achievement on a guitar, and like fucking like character would just like run across and jump. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" I'm hitting frequency. <laughs> um, I don't think the mines and platform part would be that hard. Zen, I think Zen's referring to the floating puzzles, the floating. Um, oh floating no! Yeah. So here's the thing: I did that. I can do that. The problem is, I couldn't do it in 30 seconds. And the achievement for that one is 30 seconds. Um, so I opted to go for one that did not have a time limitation. So I wouldn't have to run into that issue. But I did actually do the jumping. I practiced the shit out of the jump jumping puzzle. I got it down to like 50 seconds or something. Like I spent a stupid amount of time practicing the, the jumping one on guitar. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I think at a certain at a certain point you're down to like the limitations of the the input stuff, and like 
I got him. I managed to get some really tight control, like like uh, you know, jump, jump, tiny, tiny note left, jump, jump, kind of stuff. Yeah, it just even the the high note that you played that fact, made you just fact, like scooch to the left a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I have strafe left, right. Um, yeah, like the problem with that particular uh part, like uh, time wise, is when you get to the top, you have to run over to the other plat to the other platform. And then realign, and that's like the time eater. Mm-hmm. Like in a normal, like you know, keyboard, mouse, or controller, it takes you like a second once you're up on top to run to the other spot, line up, and jump again. When you reach it on a guitar, you have to line up your run, run, stop, back up, line up your jump. Like it's just it's too. Like I can do each individual platform jump. I think nearly as fast as someone can do it on a mouse and keyboard, but I certainly, but I can't do the, the time meter was at the top, unfortunately. Um, so I plan to do more, especially since I got my electric guitar now, the right components. So I get like cleaner inputs. Uh, I plan to do some more stuff. I'm I'm even seriously contemplating once I finish my offhand run, maybe just starting a new character and doing a guitar <laughs> run of the game. A guitar run? I think that'd be kind of neat. I- I'll work on, like, you know, uh, trying to attach notes to something that did is uh... <laughs> New York Raid E17 Rhythmic Axe. Yeah, see, the problem with that is just. Uh... The, the the too much stuff requires like fast movement right like that would be the issue there like and i can i can run it's not like i can't run i can just hold the note open and just run dodge rolling is a problem uh oh so i talk about it in the uh youtube description so there's the the program can't really handle two inputs like you can't run jump oh yeah it doesn't really work because as soon as you hit one note, it like cancels the previous note. Okay. Yeah. Every once in a while, because if there's like a harmonic similarity, sometimes you'll keep a little forward momentum and actually kind of jump forwards. But 99% of the time you run forwards, stop and jump in the air. Right. Because it's sending the signal for forwards. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you hit the jump note, it's like, Oh, let me jump. <laughs> it like stops sending forwards. So the the creator of it talked about it on the guy that does the Dark Souls uh, guitar run. He just he just finished that recently, actually. I watched all of that. It took me like two weeks or something. Like every YouTube video was like three hours long, and it's like the like, seven <laughs> parts. But I watched all that shit. It was like, it this was is fantastic. Great. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. I was thoroughly inspired, and I believe that was actually one of. I, I think it's like one of his like community people that like made the the software in the first place, like made the the piece of software, which is linked in the YouTube as well. I'm going to make that thing public uh, tonight. Um, also massive shout out to Andy for resetting the achievement for me so I could get it again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had those achievements for oh, ages. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For ages. Like so probably since like week one, uh yeah because i got i got all the unseen in the first week i had the unseen outfit i just like i went hardcore for those at the launch of the game and the the thing with that is like 
like you could kind of do it without the uh achievement bar right you could just not touch the acid right but we all know how the achievements work sometimes it breaks even when you didn't really touch right? yes <laughs> so for it to be actually accurate i wanted to get the achievement reset and i knew it was possible because Nervell did it on the extra life like 28 hour stream he reset lava game for me so i could go do it with jimmy mode on so i knew it was possible like there was there was precedent i was like hey you think you could just kill this achievement for me so i can do it again i i have i have plans yeah <laughs> um just wipe it out uh, it's fine. But, so yeah so i what i had to do was i had to set up a macro and then bind a frequency to the to the key that the macro is bound to. So there was a macro that was like press forward, press jump, let go of forward, like a half second later or something. And I had to bind a note. Just to that, that macro. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so what, that that's what I'm thinking. Was... Like if you go and do it for like the entire game, it would have to be like a lot of macros. Like you'd, have, you'd have to have a macro for, um, I don't even know, like uh, doing AOEs or doing what have you. Like you, you would have to have a lot of you know, a lot a of AOEs, a lot of different AOEs macros. Is fine. AOEs is it's just left click. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, the, the, maybe that's not as obvious. Uh, from playing um, with a controller, like right. I oftentimes put my, like say, like Living Flame is always on right click because it's an AOE. And right, like even if you even if it's a placeable AOE, you just click again and it places, right? Or if you're like running Blizzard, switch Blizzard to left click. That way you just double left and it clicks. I have jump forward macro on a mouse. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't need it if if I could do if I could do like dun dun and have it go forward jump. Mm -hmm. I would have just done that. Um, but it. It doesn't like it was at like once in a blue moon, and it only seems to do it when you've been running forward for a length of time. So, like, if you let the note ring long enough and then hit the next note, and it's not too different of a note, sometimes it'll like keep the forward and add the jump. But you can't do like two step forward jump like you need to do for like cost of magic uh, for either the acid pool or the floating platforms. It doesn't right. work. So the downside of the macro is, or the upside of the macro is consistent jump distance every time, right? You've macroed forward and space. So every time you jump, every time you hit that button, you're going to go like this. Whoop. Right? The downside is you cannot adjust the length of your jump. Because uh, normally in game, you can actually adjust your jump a little bit in the air. Like you can keep true, holding true. forwards, yeah. you can push backwards, you can actually like adjust in the, in the air a little bit. Mm -hmm. So like, that's why it was I was a little slow on on uh, one of the some of the longer jumps there, or I'd like get up towards the edge. And I'd back up a step so I don't just run off the edge because that's awesome. <laughs> Something yeah. happened in the many failed attempts was I'd be too close to the edge, hit the macro, and it like runs forward two steps and off the edge. But I couldn't be too far back because the macro jump is like exactly a certain distance. 
And to be fair, I, I didn't even really mess with it. I set it up like once and it worked. So like maybe I could or should adjust the macro distance at some point, like the amount of time it's holding down forwards. Right. But I set it up like once and it like looked like it worked and I tried it and it worked. So the difference is, <laughs> hey. the difference is instead of adjusting, instead of adjusting in the air, you have to adjust where you jump from, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to jump shorter, you stand back farther. If you want to jump further, you stand closer to the edge. Um, I really wanted to try and do it without a macro at all, but it just it just wasn't feasible. Uh, and in fact, I, I watched something where the guy on the was the guy that made it was talking to the Dark Souls guy and like said straight up like, "Yeah, you need macros to do certain things." I think if I want to dodge, for example, I need a macro. Because you can't shift plus di- plus direction either. Right, yeah. And for God's sakes, you would not want double tap to dodge. Every no. time you touch the <laughs> string, you'd be dodging. Because <laughs> you have to keep strumming it, right? So it'd be like... And you would just you would just always be just dodging. dodging all the time, yeah. So you definitely need shift. Now what I could do is I could bind different notes to like shift forwards macro, shift back macro, right? Like I could do that. Uh, I would so yeah. I'm gonna need to set up stuff, but ideally, I think I do want to try and and do a guitar run, just 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 to do it. I think it would be entertaining and frustrating, <laughs> and therefore entertaining, <laughs> and and to see if I can't make some of it sound halfway decent. I was like, but frustrating yeah. as the entertaining part. So that's fine. Yeah, frustrating usually is an entertaining part for other people. Uh, <laughs> seeing me get frustrated. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think I think that's probably the next thing. The next thing is just gonna is gonna be a electric guitar run of of the uh, secret room. That's fun. Uh. And hopefully with the electric, like, as you said, that it would be a little more, a little more clean. It'd be a little more the the frequency would be digitized frequency instead of analog yeah, through a microphone should, frequency. So analog through a microphone four feet away on my desk with a computer right. stand, it, right? Like <laughs> quite a bit of error in that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I think um, I think I'll get more consistency. Mm-hmm. I, I, the only thing I, I have to watch out for. Um, and the other guy talked about is you have to be careful because you you can end up accidentally binding something that's an octave of something. And if it's an octave of something, mm. the frequency is going to be like basically the same. Yes. So, uh, Especially you, if you have yeah overtones and whatnot in there too. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you can, um, it was driving me nuts when I was first setting them up because I, I kept wanting to do something up here and I do something down here on the guitar and like, it just had like, it would do the other. I'm like, it's a different string. It's a different fret. Fuck off. And it was like, no, you can't do that. You're like, nope, nope. Um, it's the same note. It's the same frequency. Technically, it's the same frequency. Technically, the same frequency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning <laughs> through pain <laughs> about octaves more than I wanted to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting. I found out all kinds of shit because I have a this week. I have a Rocksmith uh, cable. Okay. Yeah. The 
that mm-hmm. that game. I had that forever. I've got one of those around here too, somewhere. Yeah, I've got a so uh, a Rocksmith cable. It doesn't like Windows 10 and it doesn't like USB 3.0. No, <laughs> uh, like at all. It, I yeah. like Googled it and because like I plug it into one port and it comes up Rocksmith and then has a little yellow symbol like won't turn on. No, oh, no. I plug it into a different port. It says USB device yellow symbol won't turn on. I plug it into a did another port. It says Hawksmith. Like it just mangles the word rocksmith as the title of the device and says it won't work. And I'm like, how the hell does that happen? You're like broke. It just broke the computer. That's what it did. So I Googled the shit out of it. It's it's a long running issue for years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the most the most consistent thing I saw was go buy like a five dollar USB 2.0 port, like uh, you know, extender thing. Like an extender, yeah. Like a little uh, hub, that's what I wanted to say. A USB yeah. 2.0 hub. Go buy one of those, plug it in, plug the the rocks within to that, and it just works. Because most of the 3.0s, right? You plug it into, you plug one of those hubs into a 3.0, it turns them into 2.0 in order to have the multiple sets across the 3.0. So yeah, I got the little USB 2.0 hub from Walmart for like five dollars. Yep. Came home, <laughs> plugged it in. Oh, well, first I plugged it into the front port, and that did not like that either. That didn't work. But I plugged into a port in the back and then plugged into there and it worked. And I was like, um, okay, sure. Why not? This is different buses. That's I funny. Guess. Yeah. I, and even today I plugged it in like in the same spot and it said yellow symbol not working. And I was like, screw you. I unplugged it, plugged it in again. And then it worked. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Even then, uh, it has issues, which is weird. Like, no, I, I have one because I was thinking that, yeah, 1.2, like I've got a, uh, um, I've gotten like an electric acu- acoustic Ibanez, and it's it's a beautiful guitar, but I just never play it. <laughs> and every once in a while, I'm like, I need oh to play it. So at one point, I got like yeah, Rocksmith, and I got the cable, and I got the the whole nine yards, and still never did it. Well, if I still have the thing, I I I went to put uh, strings on my electric guitar. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. I haven't restrung this in a long time. And I had a pair of, I had a set of strings in like my guitar bag. So I took them out and I, and you know, put the new strings on. And uh, in the process of putting the new strings on, like one of them just snapped and cut me. Mm. Yep. In fact, yep, I cut happens. myself like four times, four times, like four different strings. That was and fun. They are, they are sharp too. They are sharp little bastards. Yeah. Um, but what I, what caught me off guard was my, my string pack had a little like, back flyer piece it was like get a free set three free sets of strings when you sign up with earthlink today and i was like how the fuck old are these how the fuck old are these guitar strings what do you mean when you sign up with earthlink earthlink and the the thing says like copyright 2000 i'm like holy shit internet access yeah like the only thing worse would have been like an aol ad or something right prodigy sign up for prodigy today yeah like i was like are you fucking no wonder the string snapped <laughs> i mean they were never used they were in the package but they've just been sitting for so long you know in That's the closet great. they, they yeah. probably just degraded or something i had so I had, yeah i had to go out and buy a new set of strings cut myself on those you know because why not mm-hmm. um, but eventually yeah i got it all set up i remember uh, uh what is it um my wife bought 
our uh, at the time our two year old son. He's now three, but they she bought our two year old son a ukulele, and like one of those like child ukuleles, and I picked it up and it was just horrifically out of tune. And so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna tune so this, and I tuned it, and it stayed in tune for about thirty three seconds. seconds. I like it say, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh. And I was like, no. And I went and I bought like, uh, like Ernie ball strings <laughs> to string this <laughs> child's ukulele to completely restring it. I was like, I'm going to make well, this as like, legit as possible. Cause they're like plastic. Yeah. They're literally like plastic strings. And not, I know not good I, plastic strings. Like there are no, no. plastic strings that are actually okay. No, but they're, they're shit. These are like terrible plastic strings. I yeah. got one of those on purpose for me before. I was working at a comic store in California and I just wanted something to fiddle with on the downtime. Mm-hmm. So I bought like from Walmart, like the kids ukulele with the plastic yeah. shit strings. <laughs> They're awful. And I would be sitting in the comic store behind the counter playing Slipknot on a plastic ukulele. And then I even got like this little, like I got like this little, uh, this is a, a ukulele tuner. <laughs> wow. Got off of Amazon for like, I don't know. It was cheap, but like, yeah, uh, I, I was like, I'm doing this right. I think I have a video, or I did somewhere. Still doesn't stay in tune for more than like uh, (laughs) it stays in tune for like a minute now instead of thirty seconds. I think it was Slipknot. Before I forget, was what I was playing on it. Okay, (laughs) which is you should like bring bring yeah. (laughs) It's got a lot of open frets, which just sounds like because it's very like if you were to play that song on a guitar mm-hmm. it's like i think like drop d tuning or like lower like you tune down on your guitar to play that shit mm-hmm. you play on a ukulele <laughs> with plastic strings it's like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so i feel though. that i feel that i feel that pain i've been there <laughs> oh yeah that's funny it's funny shit i'm like no yeah. i can't it has to at least be semi-quality I'm gonna make yeah, this the, as quality as possible for a for a child's ukulele. The the software man, that, that's what really like got me. Uh, when I when I saw the software, I was like, ah, okay, this is really cool. I need to use this. Mm-hmm. I tried to, by the way, just just to throw this out there, I wanted to see if I could use a xylophone because I I've done a run before, right, where I hooked up the metal leads, okay, to the metal keys. Yes. And I did that, but that ruins the sound. As soon as you attach something to the metal plate, it stops the vibration. Because it's right, because it's all vibration. Yeah. But also turns out that like the frequencies those things that, that those things produce varies wildly depending on where and how hard you happen to tap it. Uh and also can the two keys with different notes can uh, on a xylophone can sound have like the same fucking frequency somehow like it, it just wasn't workable i tried over, yeah over overtones yeah you, you can get like yeah. all kinds of weird frequencies going on in there because it's all vibration right it's mm-hmm. like oh. and so like yeah i tried i wanted to see if that was possible and that just wasn't that, that's almost like playing with a um a bunch of glasses in front of you and you just like like water yeah. glasses almost. I think that would be more consistent, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean the I, frequency like, that's going at. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be more consistent because it the the problem with the, the well also it's a cheap kids toy xylophone. So it's you know worst <laughs> material fair, yeah. possible. It's not the best. But right, it just yeah. <laughs> they just they float and they move back and forth. 
And I noticed like depending on not just how hard I hit, but how hard my grip was on the little uh, stick. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. How hard my grip was affected, whether the, the, the tone and vibration. I was like, okay, this is not something you can reproduce consistently. But you're also but showing that, like, if you could play it on a guitar, you could you could do the same thing for a piano, um, yeah. because they're both or string instruments, like and a, you could uh, even a even like or something <laughs> woodwind, woodwind, you know, oboe, a, a violin, oboe. maybe saxophone, <laughs> saxophone, <flute>. sax man, <laughs> yeah, a trombone, saxophone, <laughs> yeah, trombone. <laughs> <laughs> now I think that would be harder. Anything that has like that would be extremely harder. Yes. Yeah. Anything that has like the holes where you can just hold a hole down and you know you're going to produce like a certain note, that's different. Trombone, like it's like being able to to have it at the right distance every time to produce a an X frequency for X keyboard command. But even with a but even with like a clarinet, you got the reeds. You have the woodwinds have the reeds in there that can wildly fluctuate as well. So it's like. Even that's even that can sometimes be off as well. Yeah, I think. Well, in the program, you can define ranges, so like okay. it might okay. still be doable. Right, right. Um, potentially, is he using I, I a big tuba? Yeah, <laughs> it's a marching band tuba. <laughs> What's uh, the? <laughs> oh, like the? Yeah, there's the the, the thing you play with your hands. In the air. Yeah. That would be so difficult. That thing is difficult to play in the first place. Like anyone that can play that really well has like extremely good motor control. Yeah. Because if you're trying to get a consistent sound out of it, right, you have to be able to control your your motions like really perfectly. That's a level of like body like muscle control I simply do not have. <laughs> I figure one of probably one of the easiest ones to be would be if you actually attached like a like a digital keyboard. Oh yeah, because then you're just pushing buttons. There's just different yeah. buttons, and it's just mm -hmm. uh, and at that point, it's just a controller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought about thought about that as well. Yeah, uh, the keyboard. the 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 thing that would be interesting there is if you know enough, if you if you can actually play and you know enough, you could assign notes to something interesting, so that it sounds you know melodic when you're playing. Mm -hmm. So you could actually just like you could you could do, uh. You could do the part where you're jumping up the discs, and you can make yeah. it much quicker. And actually, just have it just be like, "Oh no, I'm playing the song. The song itself is actually pushing through the movements, yeah. but it's it's coming, but it's happening yeah. quick enough." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where 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 I've tuned this song specifically to to basically macro into a yeah. A the, I, I watched the the end of the the Dark Souls run today, and the guy reset up his binds to i think it's the same song that's playing in the end fight it's it's like essentially like three or four notes on 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 repeat more or less okay i think he's called like pling pling plong or something so he set he, he rebound his stuff so that his it was like his parry parry something attack was those notes so he was playing the the Dark Souls like end end fight song at the boss <laughs> to beat the boss, which was yes thoroughly entertaining. Yes, yeah, like, that's, that's what you're doing tries, right. Yeah, took him way more tries than if he just went in with his 
key binds he'd been using the whole game. Like, um, I have not done DDR already, Zen, because I don't have a DDR pad. I already threw it out on Discord. If someone wants to buy one and send it to me, I Even will, one of those uh, old Nintendo NES pads. Oh, the track and field. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the power glove. Can we do it on a power glove? I, dude, I had a, I had a fucking um, donation goal for that at some point, like a year and a half ago or two years ago now. So what, to get a power glove? Yeah, because people really wanted to see me do shit with a power glove. Like, really wanted to. And I was like, if you guys want it that bad, I'll set up a donation goal. We'll make it and happen. It got, it got like $35 in or something and then just stalled. Um, It is something that, like, I want to do. So at some point, I might just find one myself and just buy it. Um. And I do kind of feel bad that the few people that did donate, like donated and like nothing happened with it because it never reached the goal. <laughs> so I might try and do the, the power glove one at some point. Um, what is a, I, what is a, uh, a power glove cost now? When I was looking that what I paid $1,200. No, when I was looking, I think I, I think my goal was like 120 but that was the cover of the power glove and the USB adapter kit. Because mm. you need both. Yes. I think the glove itself is like somewhere under, just under $100 usually. At least when I was looking last. Like who knows now. But when I was looking, I, I think it was like 90 or something like that on eBay. I don't remember exactly. A couple that are coming up by just uh, just a Google search are saying like 130 140 yeah, it may have this gone up. I mean, yeah. Literally, like, like, probably almost two years ago now. <laughs> so, um, but it is some. It is something. There's no way this is brand new. Buy it now for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> ten bucks. Get it now. You actually just get the picture of it. Maybe oh, it's box. a lapel pin. That makes sense. It's it's a it's a power glove lapel pin. Oh, okay. I was I was like, there's no way that's an actual power glove. Uh, makes sense if it's just a lapel pin, though. Yeah, lapel pin it makes sense. I see one on eBay for like seventy six bucks. Uh, I, I I don't know if it says that it's working. It says fully operational. Power glove uh, only not tested. Well, if they say not tested, that usually means doesn't work. Oh, this one doesn't come with the sensor bar, though. <laughs> also, in the description, it has last time it was used, it worked well. <laughs> uh, that, that, that always puts you at ease. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's one for 120 that says original with sensors and light gun zapper tested. And light gun zapper tested. Yeah, 120. That's a good offer. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's. That's the kind of like thing I would plus only would like ten bucks shipping. Yeah, that one's good. Um, and, but then I also need to find the USB adapter again because there's you need that to like hook up to the computer. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not out of things to do, <laughs> <laughs> but I think well, the next one I, I was really inspired by that Dark Souls guitar run, uh, partly because I'm playing Dark Souls lately. The first one, and and partly because I, I'm a fan of 
you know, weird input controls. Yeah, why not? And uh, and and the idea of a piece of software that lets you like record or bind, sorry, like bind any incoming frequency from an input device to a key bind is mm-hmm. just that's that's <laughs> there. There's so much you can do with that. Even singing, you could try. Yeah, yeah, I can't sing for shit. But if you can hold a note, <laughs> you could do that <clears throat> as well. I'm gonna say, but that's how you do all like the Guitar Hero or whatnot rock band sort of singing anyways is it's all frequency based like you could hook up like a like a midi drum set mm-hmm. and you know what i mean like you could not even hook one up theoretically like you could you could just play the noise at the <laughs> microphone like it has to be an electric one i don't like like i don't think a regular drum would just be like loud noise but if you have an electric one you can make different pads make different unique sounds right you know the final point of this you is could, you're just yeah. gonna be like wearing one of those like one man band <laughs> like outfit. Wait, like you're gonna become like, uh, uh sushi Mary dragon. Poppins. Yeah. Mary Poppins just 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 start looking at uh what's the name? Uh sushi dragon. Sushi you're on dragon. Twitch. Sushi Dragon. Yeah. yeah, oh no, he does has everything set up, all different controls and uh, remote acapella, cameras yes. that move an acapella version. magic acapella yeah <laughs> i don't think so there's uh, a reason i don't sing <laughs> i got punched in the throat as a teenager <laughs> it did some permanent damage I, I don't i don't i don't uh i don't i don't i don't sing i mean i'll sing to myself like in the shower but no one should be around it's gonna be painful to hear or if I'm drinking enough, I might sing anyways because I don't care. I mean, really... when you're drinking, yeah, yeah. I, I just like that, at that point, it's I, I don't, karaoke I don't, happens. Yeah, I don't. I don't care if I've shredded your ear drums at that point. I'm just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, um. We should probably do the raffle. Yes, raffle. Jimmy is mm-hmm. raffling away a, another spacesuit. Yes, dragon. Dragon this time. It was Lumi last time. Which, by the way, turns out was just a cabal member screwing with me. But not only screwing with me, but like they wanted the dragon one. So they put the Lumi one in the cabal bank and took the dragon one. Because <laughs> I was really <laughs> confused how I ended up with a Lumi suit. I was like, I thought it only dropped for your own faction. How did I get a Lumi one? That's weird. Maybe they changed it. No, I got trolled. <laughs> <laughs> I just got trolled. So yeah, that was that was Steppas. Steppas decided to take the take the dragon one and leave a Lumi one in the bank. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I had a Lumi one. Weird. Like I don't know where I got that from. Here we go. I mean, I... giveaway. <laughs> giveaway. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, type. Type join in the chat if you would like. Exclamation uh, point join. Have all the points in. Okay. Hey, all the points. Official. Uni. You got two people. You have 90 seconds. The music, though. The music's a little weird. 
I need, I need glow sticks. I've been holding this suit for a few days. It's been taking up a spot in my inventory. <laughs> I just want to get rid of it. I got the RGB going. I see that. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I wonder if I can fake that like an OBS plugin. Probably could. Five, you have a, I have a green screen. Four, yeah. Three, so you probably like could. Fake, fake that with a plugin that just flashes on colors behind you. It's like PowerPoint? <laughs> yeah. PowerPoint! Congratulations! Fantastic PowerPoint. Congrats, Hollow Point. <laughs> A dragon themed spacesuit. Now, the, que the big question is are you in game? Are you going to be in game? And if not, when are you going to be in game? <laughs> it's about. Uh... Wait, what time is it by Hollow Point right now? It's, it's basically tomorrow. It's well, no, it's well into tomorrow. It's like eight in the morning. Say. Yeah. We're gonna log in. Okay, cool. Two. Four thirty. Okay. <laughs> oh, you yeah, just it, can't. You that's not too far story. away. Oh, you know what? It's because they have. It's well, part of it's because they, I don't think he's had time change yet. Right, right, right. We we just had daylight savings time here. By the way, that screws me up so much. It screws up everybody. Yeah. It does. <laughs> no, no, specifically secret world related. Mm. There's only one other American in my cabal. Everyone else okay. is EU. Oh, and okay. In the spring, we are different from the EU by three freaking weeks. That's three raid days of what time is raid again? Right, right. <laughs> because our like normally like it's this time for me and this time for them, and now it's the same time for them, but it's an hour later for me. And in the fall. It's in the fall, it's off as well, but only by one week for whatever reason. So in the fall, it's like one one raid week, run raid day, not a big deal. In the spring, it's like damn near a month. It's really annoying. <laughs> I got my COVID first dose. I've been browsing Microsoft products with the strange urge all day. <laughs> Must. Why have an urge to yeah, buy a new version of Windows? Why is this? No one buys Windows. <laughs> that's not a thing i don't know it's the first thing that popped to mind everyone just gets like an old like 98 copy and then like perpetually upgrades <laughs> it perpetually <laughs> updates it yeah pretty sure i did that in the past there's uh, a I, I think there's a 
I remember there's a there's a good YouTube video of somebody doing that. Like taking the earliest version of Windows they could find and literally just upgrading it and upgrading it and upgrading it and just seeing like how broken it is by the end. Well, be, well, I just mean like like if once you upgrade to Windows 10, you can format and do it. You just have to like show that you're upgrading. Mm-hmm. You know? Um here we go. And here is your dragon spacesuit. Hurrah! Yeah, I have one more inventory space. <laughs> Finally had eight slots free again. Very important. I had three slots free for like the last four days. It was really irritating. Trying to run layers and loot chests with three slots free. <laughs> Overflow bags every single time. So I think just running when we just ran a um, a cult defense, I was picking up all of the uh, loot boxes, oh, and I just ended up with like eight eight belts. <laughs> so I don't pick those up anymore. I stopped <laughs> picking up caches. All like on my alt, it's like I need them for shards or something. Yeah, yeah. But like on my main, I I just leave a litter of of loot lanterns behind me. Like I don't I don't care. I mean, in theory, there could be like a three-pip belt that could be sold or something, but it's just in not theory. worth the effort to me. Yeah. <laughs> Drags on at this stage of the morning. <laughs> That's so bad. That took me a second. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Because my brain flipped it and just went dragons. And I was, what? Mm-hmm. Dragons? brain is playing tricks well done i liked it i laughed no it's it was good <laughs> it was bad but it was it was, good. it was still bad but i still laughed it was good <laughs> all right uh i think on that note i think we're good oh i didn't mention that we talked a lot about conan exiles but right if you go to greenmangaming.com which is a a game sales site um one of the one of the many that i that i take a look at that uh, Conan Exiles right now is um, the Isle of Sipta edition, which houses the, the base game of Conan Exiles and Isle of Sipta is right now on sale for $30. And the standard edition of Conan Exiles is on sale for 14 which is on the very lower end of uh, sales that we've seen Conan Exiles at. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. I'm actually curious. I For look. PC and unlocks on Steam. So they, they basically send you a Steam code. Yeah. But I no, have... Green Man Gaming is pretty good. I have 216 hours on Exiles. That's, that's not a ton, that's not, but it's not it's not nothing. That's nothing to sneeze at, right. I mean, it's nowhere, nowhere near fucking Secret World, but... <laughs> <laughs> no. But really, what is? Like... Yeah. I don't think I have anything that comes anywhere. I guarantee you, I have nothing that comes anywhere near that. Like, there's no game I've played that is into the, like, double-digit thousands of hours. Um, hell, even Witcher 3 was only, only, like, 100 hours. And I, like, screwed around in there a ton. 
like you don't like I'm looking at some of the games I've played and like you don't really think about I feel like I spent more time in that game but like control I spent 30 hours on mm-hmm. that's that's a lot for a single player game but yeah compared to like what I put into hmm. like Conan Exiles 30 is nothing 216 and again compared to Secret World is just you know a drop in the bucket that's why, that's always why like I usually play MMOs solo and that's usually one of the reasons why is because like you know most single player games you play it it's done it's done MMOs even if you play them solo there's a lot of content here there's there's, oh, yeah. there's a metric ton of content it's always adding it's always changing it's always evolving and uh, that alone makes it even even on the single single player side it makes it a uh, still a great experience I think my highest other game might actually be Team Fortress 2. Okay. From back in back in 2014. And that's because I was achievement grinding in that game. 469 hours. 375 achievements. I was achievement grinding the holy shit out of TF2 back when I played it. That's basically the reason I was playing it. it was like an achievement simulator. I wasn't playing TF2. I was playing achievement simulator. That was one of the first achievement simulators, if I remember correctly, though. Yeah, I got really mad at it because it like added an update that added like a hundred more achievements, and I was like, "Fuck you!" I quit the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to achieve something, and you stretch gold me, and I wanted nothing to do with it anymore. Go screw yourself, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's that's actually how I'm feeling with uh, um. What's the game? Uh, that's actually how I'm feeling with um, Elder Scrolls Online right now. Is I, I also play Elder Scrolls Online, and I've got a character that's pretty far into Elder Scrolls Online, or I thought it they were pretty far because they had uh, like a, a max level, and then they have a secondary max leveling system. And the the first set of levels is, goes up to fifty. The second set went up to eight hundred and ten, <laughs> and they come a little faster, but by the end of the 810, they come just as fast as the regular levels. So it's just a massive amount of levels. And I got up to 600. And I was like, 600 out of 800, I think is pretty damn good. Girl, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. <laughs> but yeah, they I... just released an update that raised that 800 to 3,600. And I was like, you sons what of bitches. <laughs> Wow, that's you're not kidding. That is that, yeah, that's the kind of thing that would make me feel I was like 3,600 well. levels. I was like, what are you? Oh, I don't, uh, oh. yeah, I, I'm like scrolling through my games, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm pretty sure that TF2 is my second most played game, <laughs> and I haven't played it since 2014. That's amazing. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's what I was playing because I discovered Secret World in 2014. I think that's what I was playing before I got into Secret World. Like I, I think I dumped TF2 and found Secret World or something. Always remember what is it? Um, there's another. There's another streamer. His name is uh, Gravity42. He he pointed me out to this this fact, and I've remembered it ever since. Is that two thousand hours? Is the equivalent of working a full time job for a year. Oh God! Full time forty hours a year job is two thousand hours. 
You said 40 hours a year. I think you meant a week. Uh, 40, 40 hours a week. Yeah, 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. I would like to work 40 hours a year. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, 50 weeks a year. 50 weeks a year, 4,000 hours, two weeks vacation, basically. But basically, oh, yeah. a full-time job for a year at 40 hours a week is basically 2,000 hours. So compare yeah. that to the time that you put into some games. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no. Yeah, so I got like 13,000 something i have i have like 13k plus in Sega world so i mean that granted that's since 2014 but like like mid midway through 2014 like like june or july or something so it's a lot of years but it's also a lot of hours Mm -hmm. so like like what, what, what what would that be so Let's see. Um, 20. So like six, seven, not quite seven years, right? Because it wasn't the beginning of 2014. It's not. Let's say like six years. Okay. So yeah, even at six years divided into that. Yeah, I basically had a full-time and another full-time job every year. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> plus. Plus, right. Because you're putting it over 2,000 into the game itself, right? Right. So, like, if you put so if you said 2,000 hours a year for mm-hmm. six years, that's 12K. And I'm, I'm easily 13K plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that second job has been kicking my ass. <laughs> Say mine just says I've got uh, eleven hundred hours in Secret World, but that's eleven hundred hours through Steam, and right. um, I have that's... not played a single bit on Steam through in Secret World Legends. I still use the the basic the, the regular client. I don't use the. Uh, so the that's Steam my client. issue. Mine says like something like I think Steam right now says like twelve point eight something k, mm-hmm. and. That doesn't count that when I started playing TSW, it was a Steam client, but I would launch it outside of Steam and it didn't use to track. Right. Yeah. It didn't it didn't actually use to track when you did that. Uh for one. For two, I've got three other accounts. They're Funcom accounts. None of those are tracked. Mm-hmm. I have multiple <laughs> alts. They're like, you know, um E E two, E three, E four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got multiple characters that have been deleted um, and then that doesn't also include any of the beta time any of the beta time or the closed beta testing time so yeah my time in Secret World is stupid high <laughs> stupid high that's that's okay. I mean, that's that's why we have this. That's why we have this yeah. uh, this show here. Yeah. Is basically we're all we're all secret world addicts. Let's face it. Um, but that's okay. We're like a support group. I mean, really. I don't know if it's, it's okay, but we're <laughs> it's okay. Damn it, Welcome to the support group. Uh... <laughs> Everybody's welcomed here. My name, my it's name like a support Jimmy. group for people who just want them to continue doing the thing. Hi, my name is Jimmy. Uh, Hi, I have Jimmy. a secret world problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play it on guitar. 
we're all like, no, that's fine. That's that's fine. That's, yeah. great. that's awesome. Bunch of <laughs> shitty sponsors you guys are. <laughs> you don't get to tell me my addiction is not okay. You're not my supervisor. <laughs> that's but, funny. Yeah. Um <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> agents, this has I, been I feel like I should play report. guitar string when you say that. <laughs> on that this note, <laughs> do you have it with you? Is it around? <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can have uh, have an outro. Well, we have an outro anyway. We do. But... Yeah, we have an outro anyway. Yeah. So, agents. This has been the Zero Point Report, strain 38-VEQ. You can catch us recording live every other Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Zero Point Report Twitch channel, where you can also uh, join us and chat with us while we do the show live. Or download our show wherever podcasts are found, so you can listen to us on the go. Jimmy, where can we find you online? <laughs> uh, JimmyTheRabbit.com um, Which, by the way, I've started adding builds to for the game. I should have mentioned that at some point in the show. Okay. So it, it's only got like four builds right now, but I'm I'm adding a build section. A build so, library? Okay. Yeah, I, I've gotten input from other players. I'm going to be referencing other, other people's builds as well as my own. Nice. I've got a blade, pistol, and like two tank builds right now. This is pretty small, but uh, I've got a shit ton of backlog of work to do. So expect more there later. So JimmyTheRabbit.com, Twitch.tv slash JimmyTheRabbit, uh, YouTube.com slash JimmyTheRabbit, and Twitter, at one JimmyTheRabbit. Nice. And uh, Two Ton Waffle, where can we find you? Uh, pretty much same place. Twitch, Twitter, <laughs> and number two, Ton Waffle. That's where you can find me. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and I'm Ocho. You can find me both uh, on Twitter and here on Twitch at Big Mikey Ocho. You can get in touch with us by engaging with the show on Twitter at Zero Point Report, emailing us at the Zero Point Report at gmail.com, checking out previous shows on our YouTube channel, and joining us on our Discord server, both named the Zero Point Report. From all of us here at the Zero Point Report, we want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best from the secret world. Have a great night, everybody. And we'll ca- for all the point, have a great day. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Play, play us out, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you.